Welcome to the Eternia Archives weekly podcast where we discuss current historical gaming topics that are of interest to us and our followers on social media. If you like our content, consider hitting that thumbs up icon, subscribing to our channels in the description below, following us on Twitter, and joining our Discord server with the invite link in the video's description. Now this week, we have a very, very special guest. Very special guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Landon RPG. So, Lane. Hello, everybody. Let's go. Lane, yeah. do you want to take it away, buddy? Yeah. So, first of all, Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. We've, uh, we've been looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this week, we will be, for our topics, we first will be going over our top three RPGs that have influenced us. Um, and then after that, we are going to uh, talk about one RP, we're each going to give one RPG that we would like to see remade on the PS5, and then uh, another uh, one RPG that we would like to see a sequel to on the PS5. And lastly, uh, for our topic, we will have what makes a game age better than others. And then, uh, you know, after that, we'll do our uh, normal, what have we been playing this week and time permitting uh, Q&A. So... With that out of the way, Eric, you're our guest. Uh, why don't you go first? What are your top three RPGs that have influenced you? I think we all, most of us probably already know the answer to this question. Time and eternity, Trazia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's right. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. Um, um, first of all, uh, thank you very much for having me on. I mean, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Uh, I think this is the very first time some of us have spoken together like this. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited. And even though I'm the guest here, I am a little bit nervous. I always get nervous when these kinds of collaborations come. <laughs> so um, thank you very much for having me here. Sure. A pleasure. <laughs> All right. So uh, the three RPGs that influenced uh, my life. So, uh, well, I'm going to start with the most obvious one. I mean, because it's extremely obvious, and that is Chrono Cross, of course. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge fan of it. It's a game that changed my life. Uh, I will say that Mario RPG, Super Mario RPG was like the first step, the stairs, but this became the door, if you know what I mean. So this helped me open the door to a whole new world of video games. <laughs> because, you know, Mario RPG, I thought it was very unique. And I thought it was like a, some kind of crazy Nintendo idea back then. But when I played Chrono Cross and I realized it was just so similar to, in terms of battle mechanics, to Mario RPG, I was like, so this is a genre, this is a thing. So Chrono Cross uh, obviously not only influenced my life, I made several videos about that, but also influenced my artistic life, my music career, uh, which is dead by, by, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, most importantly, my writing career, you know, how the script of this game was handled and was done for the game with its many roots, its many uh, different characters and its many endings and it's many heartbreaking moments. Uh, I think it influenced a lot of my writing style. So that's the biggest influence I have on in, in everything, you know, when it comes to gaming, not only in RPGs. And the other games, uh, my other two games are, one of them is uh, this little guy here, uh, this uh, girl Lancer. I've, I've, I've covered this game a million times in my channel, obviously. You are very familiar with it already, even if you haven't played it. But the thing about this game is that this is, the, I want to say this is the second game I played that in terms of roots, endings, and several characters, 
it was the second game I played in my life that was very similar to Chrono Cross in storytelling and story structure. So when I and and Chrono Cross isn't exactly about war politics, and this game is exactly like that. So it influenced also my writing career because on how these characters were handled. I don't want to spoil the game to anybody, but let's just say that at the very beginning, the game uh, makes you go through all these three or four hour prologues, which also how it also influenced how what made me choose uh, certain other RPGs, what made me give them given preference over other RPGs. So it is a, I want to say this is like a pillar in my gaming life, this game, even though it's very obscure and underrated. And well, for my third game, for my third RPG that influenced the heck out of me, I couldn't choose just one game. I couldn't do that. And I'm pretty sure Rad is going to agree with me. I had to choose the whole series. And of course, it's the whole Suikoden series. So this is the gift he sent me. Thank you very much, Rad. This is the guy who sent me this game, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Didn't so... Know that. Anyway, so yes, Suikoden was like meeting Chrono Cross with Grow Lancer at the same time, fused together. I, this wasn't the first Suikoden I played. The first one was Suikoden Tactics which was like very different. To me, it was just another average tactical RPG. So I played it, but I made a little research and I realized it was a whole franchise. So eventually I downloaded, uh, I, think, I think the first Suikoden, but it didn't work. So I downloaded the sequel instead, which, which was this one. So my first true Suikoden game, because Tactics is a spin-off, was Suikoden 2. Wow. You know, it also, it actually, you know, Everything that I've said so far about Chrono Cross and Grow Lancer was here, was in that game. And then on the second, on the first game, and then Suikoden 5, Suikoden 4, Suikoden 3, and I fell in love with the series. And it also influenced how I pick my RPGs, that the more they resemble games like these three, the more I like them. These are my three picks. That's awesome. I, I haven't played um, Grow Lancer and 5 yet. So um, can I go into that game without playing the others? Yes, good question, because, you know, the first three Girl Lancer games are deeply connected. I mean, you don't necessarily need to play the first one to understand uh, Girl Lancer 2 and 3, because we, we never got the first game, sadly. But there's some characters, some plot dragging onto Girl Lancer 2. But then Girl Lancer 3 is the prequel to all. However, Girl Lancer 4 on the PSP went its separate way. I think it's still in the same universe, but it's very different. And fortunately for you, this breaks you know the the uh the universe it's its own universe its own game nothing to do with the other girl lancer games so yeah also my first girl lancer as a matter of fact it's, it's the first girl lancer game that i played so yeah oh, man you're hmm. everybody's good to go with this game it's awesome nice that's cool how much is that game going for these days uh, well uh, the only version we got was this one the special edition okay. so okay uh, you might see a lot of uh, loose copies not loose disc you know it's just the complete in box copy not the one that comes in the special edition i think it goes for i don't know 40 dollars maybe oh that's not too bad yeah because this special edition goes for like one uh, like 80 bucks or 70 okay. maybe okay hmm. that's that's cheaper than i was thinking it was going to be so that might it's not that rare yet yeah it'll get there yeah makes sense yeah ps2 games are kind of starting to climb yeah yeah they're really not cheap at time which is super unfortunate because they were really cheap not long ago and then we got the tax that happened this year 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome, Eric. That's some uh, great, uh, great backstory. I think there's, I think you even mentioned a few things that I, I mean, I don't remember mentioned being mentioned in the video, like the, the whole Suikoden thing where you tried the first game and didn't work and then you tried the second. That's <laughs> interesting. So awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, let's see, Rad, do you want to, you want to go next? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's go. So I'm going to, I'm going to get the obvious one out of the way. <laughs> so um, there was a time where, so I got, story short, I got into JRPGs really late. I will say I got into JRPGs um, like deeply, I will say like five years ago. Um, like nowadays I play like 90% of my games are JRPGs probably. But when I played Kingdom Hearts, that was not the case. I used to play other stuff like, I don't know, like sports games, action adventure games, puzzles games, racing games, everything. I, I didn't care. And there was a time I didn't know better. I just knew Kingdom Hearts and Pokemon. That's all I knew about RPGs. I didn't even know the term RPG. I just knew that I liked those games so much. But um, but, but yeah, I, the, actually, when I got my PS2, Kingdom Hearts 1 was the was the only game I had for a while. So I played that nonstop. But that's probably why I developed such a fun with, with Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, and since Kingdom Hearts 2 is a better game than Kingdom Hearts 1, then um, those two games, yeah, I played them so much, so much. Um, I stopped playing them for a while and then I went back to them and I realized um, how rough it is going back to Kingdom Hearts 1 now compared to when I used to play the game in 2002, right? Um, I, I mean, probably Kingdom Hearts 2 spoiled me a little bit in that sense. Um, but, but yeah, no, definitely um, one of my favorite series of all time. Um, but mostly because what it means to me um, in terms of, 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 of gaming in general. So I just mentioned that um, there was a time I played a lot of things. Now I play 90% um, RPGs or probably more. There was a game that made me make that change. Yeah. Tales of Exilia. <laughs> nice. Such a good game. Um, when I, I remember getting this, this copy, it is the, it's the, this copy, like, I don't know, like four years ago or something like that. And with that game is when I discovered how deep JRPG stories can be. Um, great characters. Probably my favorite battle system in the Tales of um, series. Um, one of my favorite villains of all time in Goss. Um, um, such a fantastic game. I, I fell in love with it. And, and after, after beating that game, uh, that's when I, I realized um, JRPGs are so cool. And I started you know, doing research. And, and probably, um, um, yeah, th that's when I found so many series. Like, you know, um, because I've heard, I, I have heard um, about Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and and um, Chi Megami Tensei, Persona, Fire Emblem, but I, I never cared that much about those series, you know, until I realized that you know there's something in JRPGs, and yeah, that was the that was the game that 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 started all for me in terms of of the genre, per se. And I know Eric likes this game a lot, so 
That's that's actually cool. And my third game is actually a recent one. Bloodborne. So that was actually my first Souls game. Um, I didn't care about the subgenre. I didn't care about horror games. Um, I didn't care about difficult games until I played that, until I played that game. Um, uh, the atmosphere was so, so the Victorian setting was so horrifying and so amazing at the same time. Um, I felt that the, that, the, that the game was hard, really hard, but it wasn't unfair. Um, most of the time I was dying because of mistakes I was making myself. And, and yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a, probably the first playthrough of this game. It's um, one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um, like exploring the new areas without knowing what, what horrifying thing I was going to find next time. Um, and what challenge was awaiting for me was, you know, um, something that um, I don't get that often in games nowadays, you know. Um, so, so, yeah, that's why I treasured that game so much as well. You know, Rad, you've talked so positively about Bloodborne for so long that I, I feel like as much as I hate Dark Souls, like with, with all of my being and soul and mind that I need to give Bloodborne a chance just because you love it so much. It, it, is, at a, it is at a quiet taste. I, I mean, if, um, I definitely not, not a subgenre for, for everybody by any means. Um, um, and, but, but yeah, but it, it's, I guess it's, it's, it's the type of game that you either hate or love. Um, Callie, we can't see Callie on camera, but I know she's just sitting there like, no, it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess it's like Death Stranding. Like, I think Death Stranding is one of the greatest games of this generation. And Lane thinks it's probably not even worthy as a uh, a drink coaster on your hey, table. Hey, I mean, if, if one man fed out, FedEx, try not to fall on your ass, simulator is your thing, you know. You do you. It's the story. The story, it's so good. You need to oh. give it a shot. Um, <laughs> no, Callie actually, actually convinced me to finish Death Stranding on YouTube, so I've been doing Did that. you finish it? Did you actually? <laughs> no, I, okay. no, I, I have right, like three right. hours left. Did you, did you mean like watching it? Yeah, I'm just watching all the cutscenes because the game is boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Sorry, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay team lane team cali that's that's you know it's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah but those um, those are my my three games awesome rad um i can go next um so you guys i think everyone here knows this but my number one is the legend of dragoon yeah. i love this game um so i i first played it when i was 10 years old yeah, yeah, I think I was 10 years old. It was one of the first games I got on my PlayStation. And uh, I love the game. I've, I've told this story before, but, like, I didn't really understand how to play an RPG at 10 years old because, like, I would get stuck at the same boss, like, over and over again. And it was because I didn't understand that you had to equip better equipment. I just thought, oh, you just level up, you know. And the swords, who cares what swords you're, you're using or whatever. I got I was a dumb kid. But anyway... Yeah, so I'd get stuck and stuck on the same boss over, over and over and over again. And then I, when I got a little bit older and understood how to play the game, then I finally 
you know, it clicked, right? I'm, I finally, you know, finished the game when I was like a teenager. But uh, yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like you, Rad. Like when I played The Legend of Dragoon, I wasn't really. I mean, I played other kinds of games. You know, I played, you know, platformers and a lot of racing games. I was a big fan of racing games, mostly during the PlayStation Two era. Um, but so, yeah, I just, I kind of just coasted by and, you know, always had fond memories of Legend of Dragoon, but, uh, never really played another JRPG until this guy, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. So I played fi Final Fantasy VII when I was in high school. I, I, I remember it very clearly. Like I was just thinking back on how much I enjoyed Legend of Dragoon. I'm like, I want to play another game like Legend of Dragoon. There's got to be more games like this out there. So I did some Googling, and then what's the first game that came up? Final Fantasy VII, right? It's such a such a popular yeah. RPG. So I played Final Fantasy VII, and the rest is history. That, that, was, that game was my gateway drug, so to speak, into JRPGs, because after Final Fantasy VII, like I, you know, I played Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy X. Just got really hooked on Final Fantasy, and then from there, just yeah, became a JRPG lover for life. Um, so, and then so for my third game here, kind of on the Western RPG side, was uh this game, Mass Effect Two. Oh. So, um, I, I I played Mass Effect one first, and I thought, okay, this was okay, but Mass Effect two is so much better than the first one. Um, like that Mass Effect, well, the Mass Effect series as a whole was kind of the my first introduction to uh, branching choices and your choices matter in a video game, and I just loved that. Um, I love that you could, you know if you said the wrong thing, like somebody dies, right? Like super impactful decisions. Like I was loving that. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that game was just so good. And Mass Effect 2 in particular, because um, I mean, if you guys have played the game, you know what I'm talking about. They call it the suicide mission. And basically it's everybody could live or everybody could die at the end, depending on... <laughs> what you what you choose throughout the game so yeah love love that game and i've played i've played through the series a couple times now it's definitely my my favorite uh western rpg series so those are my three um nick would you like to go next sure and uh when i first got started into rpgs i started with Final Fantasy Mystic Quest when I was very young and I thought it was amazing at the time but uh, nostalgia doesn't blind all things and going back to it uh, the first game that really introduced me to like RPGs was Super Mario RPG and Legend of the Seven Stars which I don't have because a complete in box copy is like $250 for good condition now <laughs> so what I got is Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, but uh, the game is Mario RPG and the Legend of Seven Stars because I was like, what's an RPG? I didn't know anything beyond that point, and it kind of introduced me to the genre. It's just a really fun game that I go back to 
about every year or two and replay it. It's just a fun game to play through. It doesn't take too long. It's not too hard. It's just, it's got a ton of mini games, tons of charm. It's, it's just a great game all around. And uh, it's one of my favorites of all time. And it really kind of drove me towards the RPGs showing it's not just number crunching. It's, there's a lot of fun to be had with it too. And the other one I recently ordered when I got my big overtime paycheck, <laughs> and that is the Legend of Legaia. And this one probably hit me differently because it came at a different point in time. I was overseas all by myself pretty much uh, in a unit with no one that I knew. And I I made sure before I left, I've shelled out some money to get a good gaming laptop <laughs> in, in case I got the chance to play it. But I didn't like any PC games. So what I did is I downloaded a PlayStation emulator and I was like, well, what do I play? Well, I rented this way back in the day. And that's pretty much all I did. When you're overseas, you don't really want to call home sometimes because it like makes you kind of miss what you're um, doing without and you just kind of it's easier to just focus on something and, and that's what Legend of Legaia was for me I kind of absorbed myself into that world and some of the characters and their struggles and it it has a very unique combat system that I would love to see kind of reimagined maybe later but um, that's I completed that game. It was fantastic. Loved every second of it and all the bosses. It, it's some pretty hard at times, but it's a great game. If you haven't given it a shot, I recommend it. And for number three, it's kind of, well, this is my first place because it's kind of a game that introduced me to uh, kind of decision-making like you don't see in a whole lot of RPGs, and that is Devil Survivor Overclocked. Yeah. I just recently started <laughs> playing Overclocked because someone with the decency to return a new Nintendo DS, uh, 2DS, actually returned the wrong mail that got delivered to them. So my faith in humanity has been restored. Wow. That's... <laughs> That's one of my favorite games of all time because there's just so many routes and outcomes and your decision truly matters. Like characters can die off in the story before you, they even join you and stuff. And it's just, <laughs> it, I got the worst ending the first playthrough and I was like, well, crap. But it helped me get the better endings the next couple times. So it's a great game. Your choices matter. It's like uh, Lane said about Mass Effect, like the world could end. It, it, depending on yeah. your decisions, it either, like, I'm not going to spoil too much, but there are countless outcomes, and it is <laughs> one of the best games I've ever played. And I believe, I think Eric can attest to this, some yes. of the people <laughs> from Grow Lancer helped to make this game. Yes, indeed. So that nice. is... I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm going to have to check Grow Lancer out. Once he said that in like one of his videos, I was like, I've got to get him. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to have to give him a try. 
and that's I, it. I still me. need I still need to beat Devil Survivor. Oh, that game is me tough. too. Yeah, me too. It is hard. It's a hard, but it's a hard game. It's one of those <laughs> uh, hard ones. Version. Yeah, Play the 3DS easy. version. I mean, the original version. Forget about it. I love it, but forget about. it. Yeah, the <laughs> escort missions are ridiculous. I remember like people dying before I could even get to them. I yeah. was like, <laughs> did, "How the hell <laughs> did they did they redo some of the missions, or did they balance?" No, the game, they just re, they easy. just rebalance the game. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's an easy mode. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Well, it's not exactly an easy mode. Is it? It's just it includes the the original mode, which was the chaos mode, something like that on, on yeah. over in overclocked, and then there's a normal version rebalance difficulty but it's not exactly easy mode i i think i, I just wrong. it just says easy it, it says it easy might, yeah oh. i booted it up for the first time yesterday <laughs> so, oh okay then it then it's easy but it, it's probably like you said it's probably just like a rebalanced version because normal yes. was like hard so yes. you're probably getting your ass kicked anyways yeah. like fire emblem yeah, yeah. exactly but <laughs> yeah i was i was yeah i was I was uh, watching a, a video from Eddie the other day, and I think he mentioned that in the in the Q and A that uh, Radeon Dawn, I think, got an error in the localization, right? Of the Which difficulty, game? Fire Emblem Radeon uh, Radeon Dawn from the Wii for the Wii. I, I don't know the whole story because I never really looked into it. All mm -hmm. I know is that they fucked up. Like yeah. I think <laughs> it's I think it's just a matter, they they just changed the names. It yeah. wasn't supposed to be easy and normal. It was supposed to be normal and hard right so they mm -hmm. fucked up yeah huh. <laughs> that was Some, my friends like yeah that's i think that's right because my friend told me about it and he loved that game he uh, played he would like <laughs> he's a god at that game but <laughs> <laughs> so that actually brings up a an interesting question you know we're getting the nocturne remaster next year are you guys gonna play that on easy or normal I am. or hard? <laughs> I, am. I, I, am. Know. I don't know. Yeah. After 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 trying El Matador like twenty times, I'll probably play on easy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to suffer through it just to see what everybody experienced with it. Yeah, that's the thing. I've only played Nocturne for like two hours, so I kind of want to see try and experience it for what it was intended. oh the game is okay the difficulty is just okay until you get to that fucking asshole right the, spike, <laughs> the difficulty spike is insane i was doing a ride and then what's going on here i thought yeah. i was the right level and i had to grind like i don't know for a while mm. <laughs> yeah i'm okay, excited for that Callie, mm -hmm. your turn all right so we're gonna start with three two and one for me i'm gonna go the opposite direction of some of you guys so my first game that really influenced me as an RPG was Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. That game was unlike anything else I'd ever played because, you know, I played platformers and stuff on NES and played Duck Hunt as a kid. But when Super Mario RPG came out and, you know, I had enough to be able to go and get, like, the strategy guide for it, which I still had it. I don't. Uh, dumb young Callie sold all this stuff. Um... But I was I loved it. That game was unlike anything else that I ever played. And I was like, wow, th this is amazing. I remember getting to the Axum Rangers and just dying repeatedly <laughs> over yeah. and over and over. And I think the last time I played it, if you guys remember, uh, on, on that game, at each level, you get to pick like power, magic, or something else as a level up stat. Well, each mm -hmm. character actually had 
a specific one at each level of theirs where they would get bonus stats for picking the right one. So my last playthrough, I perfected all twenty, all level 25 characters, had the highest bonus stats they could all the way through the game, and mm. then just steamrolled everything. But that's it's so good. That game is just amazing, and I absolutely love it. Uh, I haven't played it in a few years. I have to go back and play it again on stream. Um, my second game, which, you know, I, I played Final Fantasy VII when my cousin, my cousin Andy had it. He, uh, I got to play it a little over at his house, but really just watched that game, and then I played it afterwards. But the Final Fantasy that I'm talking about was Final Fantasy VIII. Eight, just I loved it the system. So you guys know if you've watched like my stream the last couple of days on Aegis Rim, the systems and the combat are so freaking convoluted in that game that just ah oh, it's just I love it I love it so much. So Final Fantasy VIII, you basically stay in the menus for 40 hours of the game, and then the rest of like 10% of the game you actually do something because you're junctioning and unjunctioning and equipping and changing stuff and dealing with your GFs and all the things and my analytical mind, I was just absolutely obsessed with that. And it really helped shape me to the science-y type person that I am. So my number one game, though, uh, I've talked about it many times on this, this podcast and on my channel and on Discord. That's Grandia 2. When that game, when I played it on the Dreamcast and I, I saw all the systems and like the, the cancels and the way the turn orders came up. You know, you had four party members and then you had all these convoluted menu systems and stuff. You had to level up with the different eggs and equip everything. It really showed me what games actually can be. Like the, oh look, there's Anashi. Anashi's here now. I see him in the chat. So well, maybe, hey. <laughs> maybe if he's gonna be kind to us, we can get him to jump in too. And I could just reconfigure the way it looks. So, Gradia 2, if you guys have not played that game, it's, I can't explain to you just how revolutionary it was for its time. I mean, it's like Final Fantasy VI for its time was incredible, but on the Dreamcast, when that game came out, there was nothing like it. It was just fantastic. So, that would be my three. Yeah, Grandia combat system is so good. Yes. It's so very good. good. It's uh, very it's, fun. It's never yes. been matched. I mean, there's nothing like it. It's just so good. Uh, Kelly, can I ask you something? Always. Have you played Grandia 3? Okay, so here's a fun story about Grandia 3. <laughs> I have started that game and made it about halfway through the second disc four times. And the story just turns into complete trash. And I can't finish Grandia 3. I just can't. Like, it gets, it, it's bland. I don't like the changes they made to the combat. I think the last time I did it, I had all of the, I had a, like, a algorithm kind of set up where I had, like, a rock on a controller at the casino so I could get the thing in the right spot and, like, max out all the money at the casino. Yes, I did that <laughs> last time I played. Eric, and, uh, you actually uh, prefer yeah. Grand, you like Grandia 3 the most, don't you? Uh, when it comes to, oh, in terms of story, I prefer Grandia 2. I think okay. it has the best, by far the best story in the series. But in everything else, I do prefer Grandia 3. Battle system, music, graphics, uh, controls, the interface. I, I love it. Yeah. The characters were so cheesy in Grandia 3, though. That 
That's what well, really killed it for me. The thing about Grounded 3 is that half of the cast is ass and the other half is interesting. I think Miranda, Miranda, the mom, your mom joins your party and she kicks ass. She's great. That, man? <laughs> She's great. How can you that's, take that seriously? That's please? awesome. Now and, I really want to play it. And the other, the other characters are, uh, okay, Alfina is cute and she grows on you, but the others, like Nikki, the protagonist, or this guy, Ulf, that joins the party for no reason, and then the girl, uh, the Dana, she's just fan service, but she's still an interesting character. <laughs> and then the other characters who never joined your party, like Raven and some of the bad guys are interesting. But yeah, the main playable characters, most of them are like uninteresting people. So I agree. When people trash the story, I, I don't have anything to say about, you know, in, in, in favor of it. But it's just whenever when it comes to everything else, battle mechanics and everything, I can hold my ground. <laughs> but That's sorry. Fair. Insult the story all you want. I can't defend it. Yeah, Grandia Extreme. It's it's extremely bad. Don't don't play so that this, game. Is this jackass gonna join or what? <laughs> yeah, Inashi, are you coming or not? He said he's being abused by the wife. Oh, great! You know he's late because he was having sex. Great. <laughs> Demonetize. Demonetize. Let's go. Whipped. Yeah. Abused, you can take that. No, however you want. Is he gonna join? <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, I could try to invite him. Let me see if he's <laughs> on. <laughs> Maybe he, if he's if he's in the mood to join. He's us. not on. He's not on. He's not on. Jeez. He he's in spectator already? mode. Uh, he's he left. Whatever, Inashi. You know, we've been planning this for like a month, and mm -hmm. just today of all days. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You're an asshole. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cal, you said something that I thought was interesting. You said you liked convoluted systems. Yeah. Right. I pay attention to that, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I like, I can get into some deep combat systems, but I think that hat and being convoluted means very different things. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> Yes, they the do. So, so if, have you guys played? So, all I gotta say is, if you, I, I should look into it. I'll look into it. So, if you guys have watched my streams on uh, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim, the combat portion of that game, it's a mess. Like, there's thirteen characters that you have to manage that you can only use them for two turns in a row, and if you do that, not I mean two battles in a row. And they become on cooldown, and you can't use them, and they don't get the defensive things. You have each thing to level up within them, and you have the systems to level up. And it's like macro-scale RTS strategy RPG, and you have to plan where stuff is at and have... Oh, it's it's a mess. It's such a... I love it. It's like the best battle system I've seen this year. Sounds like a grind. Uh, it's amazing. You, Play it. Go. Are, are you a fan <laughs> of the Disgaea games? You're gonna laugh that you're gonna laugh at me. I own all the Disgaea games. I've never played a single one. <laughs> okay. You just like that. You like convoluted, like, exactly don't you? what you described. <laughs> Go play those. <laughs> I own all of them. I think I own all of them. Like, guys, there's a lot of so there's a lot of games I own that I've I've never played, but I've wanted to play, but I only have so many hours in a day. You can't sleep this. 
you can stream them. I mean, like the Yeah, campaign I could stream is like good. the other 1,400 games I have, and I am. I just have so many hours in a day. Just give me a break. Yeah, I uh, so I've only I've only played Disgaea one, and oh my god, such a grind fest. <laughs> I'll so play it I, on the DS. I love. I kind of want to try. That game turned me off of Disgaea so hard, but I really need to give another game, one of the games, a chance because I know Eric, you've mentioned that Disgaea one is like one probably the worst in terms of being grindy, right? The hardest, yes. Try Yeah. Disgaea five. Disgaea five Jesus. will probably hook you. Okay. I'll, I'll 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 think about it, but oh my god, this But guy, this guy! I don't sell very many games. I freaking went took that game back to GameStop. I, the humor on that game, though. I was like, oh, I, the humor in that game is so. You got twenty seven cents for that, right? <laughs> it, was, it was. I didn't get much for it, but I just didn't want to look at it anymore. Uh, that's one game that I use cheats on. That is it. Like I. I made to a, I don't know, like where you start fighting different factions and it gets like super grindy and everything. And I was like, well, I could spend five days grinding up to the appropriate level, or I could buy this action replay for the DS. And there we go. <laughs> See, I don't like I don't like grindy games. I don't like games without a purpose for what they're doing. So I don't think I'd like Disgaea and for Well, that reason. with the newer games, they have systems in place that you can, like, if you know what you're doing, then you can jump, like, 6,900 levels in one fight, and then, Sounds like, dumb. It sounds just just, fake. It sounds fake. is that, is that an actual number? 6,900 levels? Yeah, yeah. The max is 9,999. <laughs> Pretty close, yeah. Actually, Somewhere in there. I think they increased that. I could be wrong. They might have done that with this guy of six. I remember they raised like the cap numbers. Yeah, So I think it yeah, was like it was like really 9 like billion, you're doing like 999 yeah, like million, nine. yeah. It's just I got ridiculous. I got the platinum and one of them was like dealing four billion damage in one attack. <laughs> if that gives you any idea. <laughs> but anyway. You might like them, Kali. There is a lot that goes into that game. That sounds great. I'll uh I don't play strategy RPGs, but Oh, we'll well. see. Boo. I know Boo. Boo. like the most I'm a bad convoluted person. games for you. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right guys. If you could give me one strategy RPG that I have to play, which <laughs> 13 one is Sentinels. it? I'm You're doing playing it one. right now. It's so good. <laughs> then you're contradicting yourself. That game is fast though, like you have so much Oh, but stuff she to means, do very fast. I think she means greed based tactical Right. RPG for Oh, me. that, yeah, that makes sense. Play, play Devil Survivor. I don't have a hundred dollars to spend on a ten year old Oh, yeah, game. that game is You really can Well, expensive. you can play the Tough as Nails version on the DS. I think it's For like 40 bucks or less. yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I did. I did it. Yeah, I mean, I beat all of the first 10 missions on S rank on hard mode on Aegis Rim. I remember somebody was in chat. They were like, what is this? I'm like, yeah, it's it's great. Just watch it. Just go. Kali, <laughs> did, did you like um, Free Houses? Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't. No. I just didn't. No. Just, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I didn't like that, it. That's all I needed. Yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> I can say, though, I can say that uh, the best Fire Emblem is the GameCube one. And I, I wish I could get a copy again, but that is the best Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah, I, I played so good. I streamed that game for one hour, and I really want to go back and finish it. It's, it's really, really good. good. Yeah. It's really good. All right, shall okay. we move on to our next topic then? Uh, yeah, let's go. All right. RPGs we want to see remade on the PS5. Um, let's just go in the reverse order. Callie, why don't you kick us off? This is not a fair question. <laughs> because, Lane, I'm going to pick the same thing you're going to pick. And that's Legend of Dragoon. Like, uh, I, I want that you game. Got me. God, I want that game. <laughs> I want to play it again so bad, but I don't want to play the old version. I want just leave the story alone, leave the gameplay alone, just make it mm -hmm. pretty, just make it pretty, and, and reduce agree. reduce the load times for battle. Like I get it, I get oh, it. You bad. gotta. It's not that. Okay, bad. all right, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. Okay, wouldn't it be great Golly, if it was at like least the music is kick ass. Music's the battle great. Music and, oh, is so kick good. ass. That's. It gets me pumped, you know. Have you yeah, been fast for the fight? Did you beat Faust in Legend of Dragoon? No. No. Okay. So the last time I played it, which was a long time ago, I beat Faust, and when I got to him, like I only had like fire resist armor for dart, and everyone else just instantly died. And I'm like, well, okay, that that sucks. <laughs> uh, but luckily, I had so much fire resist on him that he just plinked away, and like after an hour or something of the battle. Ta-da! <laughs> uh, beat it. So, Legend of Dragoon, if you guys haven't played it, it's it's amazing. It's incredible. Blue Point, you need to go remake that game. Let's get on it. So Please be true. Please, please be just, true. You, you remade Demon Souls for all the Crazy Souls fans. So why don't you go make an actual RPG for us, the RPG lovers? But they, but they have to leave it like that. Like, RPG, listen to this. Please, let's not, not convert that into an action RPG. Please. Leave yes, it alone. I, I want the combat left exactly like it is. I agree. Yep. And please, for the love of God, get some good voice acting. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we could get the people that did Ephemeral Fantasia to come out and do it. Ooh. No, 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 no. Or Chaos Force. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go. I enjoy those, yeah. So that's mine. You, you stole my thunder. Well, then pick a different one. <sighs> Yeah, but now I got to think about it. Okay, Nick, you go, and I'm, I got to think of something else now. <laughs> okay. For my remake, um, I kind of, I think Mega Man Battle Network could kind of use it because some of it is a little dated, and it, it's still got potential there, but it's got some things like, I just feel like it could. Uh, be updated and look good which which like, one just the first like, thing yeah it could use like some little modifications it feels like a little unbalanced at times and like if you don't know your chips then you're dead instantly but <laughs> it the star force games are a lot more balanced kind of if you go through those but the original mega man battle network games god some of those battles are hard <laughs> Just updated graphics and keep most of the gameplay and maybe uh, this 
story's never been a big key draw for Mega Man, but maybe just rebalance some of the originals because going back through is hard as crap. <laughs> I have never okay. played that series, but you've talked really highly of it, so I really should go try it out. Combat's amazing. Just you, like I said, you gotta know your chips or else you're dead. <laughs> so is it a better combat than Mega Man X Command Mission? It's not really Very different. Yeah. yeah, not really turn based. Um, it's like an action RPG that you pause and pick your uh, attack cards pretty much. It's like a card game kind of mixed with Mega Man RPG. Meg Man combat on a grid. You you need to watch it. It's very different. There's no good way to explain it. Battles take place on like a nine by nine grid, and uh, you, panels can be broken. You can't step on them. There's all kinds of stuff. You just gotta check it out. There's no good way to explain it. Meg Man R- action RPG with trading card elements. Best way I can describe it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look so, into it. Okay, so I I think I have my pick. I'm torn between two. Um, Tell us both of them. I took your can favorite. I tell, can I just say? Can I just? Yeah, you you owe me one. Um, so my two picks. Well, I'll start with one. My first one is Vagrant Story. Um, I I just recently played that game not too long ago, and I really like it, but. God, you're in menus like all the time. Like, seems like every enemy is weaker to a different type of weapon. So you'll like, you'll hit him a couple times and then he'll do like no damage. Oh, let's try this weapon. Hit him, no damage. Oh, try a different weapon. It's just like, come on. That's what turned me off. Mm, I think yeah. that seems like something I would like. <laughs> you you might like Vegan Story. And like, I, I think it's it's a fun combat system. I like the I like it, but it's just like there's, it's kind of, it's, yeah, just like I said, you like, you you always have to f- try a different weapon all the time and it takes time. And then you got to reset up your, like, uh, uh, what do they call them? They have like, where you have to like time your attacks where if you like, right when you're swinging, if you hit a button, you'll do like a, some sort of extra attack, combo attack. And some of them work better than others. So again, it's like, you're going back in the menu and changing all of your, like, uh, your hot skills and stuff and it's just like come on just i just want to play the game i just want to kill things so i think uh, skies of arcadia did a better job at changing weapons you just press a button it changes the weapon type yes i i love it when turn-based rpgs have that but so yeah that's i think and you're not gonna like this but i think i want to i want to play vagrant story in like a souls like um like action rpg i think i think that game uh, it just kind of has that same vibe as a, a Souls game, and I think it would be and and it's maybe not necessarily like difficulty wise, but kind of progression wise, um, as a, as a Souls game, I think it would fit that game really well. So, um, yeah, so that's my first one, and then the second one, I might be stealing somebody else's here, but Xeno Gears, um. Xeno Gears, I, I tried to play that game for the first time like last year and it has not aged very well at all. But <laughs> the story is so good. Like I, I really, really like the story, but oh my God, like trying to, you know, control the freaking robots and 
and stuff, and it's just like, uh, this sucks. Are you trying to tell me that the sewer level is not the best sewer level ever made? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Team Cali, Team Lane. <laughs> I rank it about 43rd out of the 50 JRPG sewer levels out there. Every <laughs> every JRPG has a sewer level. Every single one of them. In a sixth sense, yes. yeah. Every one of them. That's true. So, yeah, I think I think it goes without saying Xenogears was basically an unfinished game from the lot. You know, if you've played the last disc, you know that. Um, so, yeah, so that's those are my two favorite story in Xenogears. Um, Rad, what is your pick? So, so I was thinking about this question yesterday. Um, there's so many games I, I would like to be remade, but there is one that. Um, when I think about this series, I wonder why it hasn't been remade or or something in the sense and something like that because we only have like a one horrible port, I guess two ports. If you count mobile, um, Tales of Fantasia. Tales of Fantasia. Um, um, That's a very good one. Yeah, that's it the thing definitely that definitely needs a remake. Why? I mean, they, we only have the crappy Game Boy Advance version, and yes. <laughs> the only way to play the game properly is through emulation, of course. And yeah, I mean, get rid. I, I would, I would love a remake. Like, get rid of the random encounters. Um, you know, like, um, uh, I guess I get that battle system was appealing back in the day but now uh, it's hard to play (laughs) yeah since since the tales of games have evolved so much um i think um yeah we should um we 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 definitely need a a remake in the sense um um something it it feels like from now on tales of games are going to take longer to develop if tales of arise is an indication of that so maybe they can throw Something like that in the middle of of the next of the next two games, you know, that would be awesome. I would play that like right away. Me too. Uh, that would be my pick. Yeah, I can see that being a big hit for sure. Well, the man, the myth, the legend, Eric. All right, Eric, what's what your pick? Well, uh, like I said at the beginning, before going live, I actually thought about Tales of Fantasia too. No, and I also considered no. Wait, that wasn't my pick. Okay. I also considered Xenogears, obviously, but I think I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I'm gonna be keep being stubborn. I really want uh, the two Fire Emblem games on the Super Nintendo, Super Famicom. We never mm. got uh, Thracia seven hundred seventy six and Genealogy of the Holy War. I think Genealogy uh, is uh, well. The only problem is that the maps are very very long. But as long as you can save whenever you want, it's okay. So maybe just, you know, uh, an enhanced port or whatever, or a remake, but respecting that. Thracia, however, it needs to be redone from the start, from scratch. Man, that game is just full of major problems. And, well, I don't really have much to say. I think Thracia, at this point in me, are a freaking meme already. We're, we're a meme together. Yeah, I've covered that game a million times. I've bitched about it. Uh, I love it. I love it to pieces. I finished the game and I don't know how I did it, but it's just the random number generator RNG <laughs> needs to be refixed 
like redone from scratch, from scratch. And um, what else? Everything else just fine. You know, the map design. Sometimes there's too many enemies that 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 isn't necessary. I mean, you keep getting enemies, and sometimes when these enemy reinforcements appear on the map, you're like, okay, this is gonna be tough, but I welcome it. But then after several turns, again, more reinforcements, and then once again, and they keep throwing enemies <laughs> at you unnecessarily. It's tiresome. There's a couple of missions that are just, you know, about blocking certain points of the city so the enemy can't get in. And you only have like two characters or three characters that can really tank every single enemy out there. And all your other characters are useless. They're just sitting there because if you put them against any of these enemies, they'll die easily. So it's just rebalance the, the structure of these map designs. That's a redesigned the missions. That, that's what it needs to be done. It needs a full remake, in my opinion. That's my pick. <laughs> that's, that's, when, you say, when you say Very RNG good. in, in Tracia, like, mm -hmm. um, do you mean like, for example, you have like 90% chance of hitting and you keep missing or something like that? Yes, the RNG is very bad, very, <laughs> very bad. I mean, sometimes you have 97% hit and you miss. Or oh, heal misses, man. Sometimes you heal a character and you miss. <laughs> the only Fire Emblem game in existence that does that. How can, how you, that how can you miss somebody when you're healing? It's just bullshit, man. And, and the other thing is that the RNG doesn't really work that bad when you have 90-something percent hit. It's when the enemy has like 20% hit and it, they not only hit you, they do a critical attack on you. With 1%, 1% it happens. It happens very often in that game. So it's just bullshit, man. <laughs> so, it's a great game I, it's a great idea because out of all the fire emblem games it, it is the one with the most uh variety in mission objectives like in every single mission you gotta do something different you know how in fire emblem games most missions are like you know kill all enemies you know or survive for certain turns no in thracia yeah. is something very different in each mission that's what i love about it so that's why i think it's a great idea as a game it's just needs some a lot of uh fixing on every single technical issue. So I'm going to talk about healing missing for a second. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go way back like 15, 16 years ago when one of my friends that I'm not really friends with anymore convinced me to go out and try LARPing with them. And they played this game where like you could be a bard or a cleric or whatever, and your heals could absolutely miss. Because you had to like game was that? Yeah, LARPing, like live action. We actually had like foam swords and stuff, like attacking each other. Real life, like, oh. uh, yeah, real life stuff. So it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but real people okay. like beating the shit out of each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. Uh, I went like once or twice. <laughs> I'm like, this is awful. Why do you guys like this? And it's like they're in a public park. <laughs> do you like, do yeah. like hitting each other with pool noodles? Yes. That's right, but you have to like take like a like a PVC pipe and then put the pool noodle on the outside. I'm like, this seems like so much work. So anyway, the point is you could have heels miss. So the two times that I went, I was a bard, Callie the bard, and like I could stop people from moving if I could sing like a 50 word song and then like point at them and then they had to stop. So I used the Meow Mix theme song. You know, a lot of meowing from a cat to get them to stop moving. Yeah, this is my life 15 years ago, 20 years. I don't know how. The Game yeah. Master must have been a huge fan of Thracia. 
<laughs> I guess so. No, no, this wasn't Dungeons and Dragons. This is like you guys actually take your your whole body and you like take foam swords and attack each other like in real life. Be yeah, go look it up. LARPing, it's a thing. Don't do it. It's yeah, awful. I know, I know what LARPing. Yeah, I just didn't know it was called LARPing. I mean, but I know. Yeah, what it's bad. So yeah, the 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 heal spells could actually miss because you had to like carry a bag of stuff with you, and like you had to say like same words like 10 times or whatever to be able to make it to a heal ball and if you throw it at somebody and you don't hit them they don't get healed so that's the first thing i thought of i haven't thought about that crap in ages but heals can miss yes they can <laughs> so uh just know that people that do that are much more dorky than i am so that's <laughs> that's saying something yeah Speaking of RNG, I'm playing Skies of Arcadia right now. And like the raise spell in that game is a 50% chance. And then there's also an enemy, like one hit kill skill. That's a 50% hit. Dude, I I literally failed that 50% raise skill seven times in a row. I counted seven yeah. times in a row. But 50% you see, my ass. You see, it's 50% each time. You just... You, the statistics still the that's statistics. not 50%. Yes, it is. The 50% statistics. is three out of seven or four out of seven times no, it works. No, that's and get not, this. No, get like, this. The enemies, like five times in a row, killed me with their 50% chance. Um, instant deaths, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have RNG resist and they do. Bullshit. There's no, no RNG in that game, it's no, so no. one sided. I was no. a witness. <laughs> It's you just don't oh, understand man. statistics. It's fifty percent each cast, which means you have a five out of ten chance of it not working every. I know cast. How, I know how to do math. I'm Are just you saying sure? That, that, Are you sure? It's bullshit. Team Callie, Team Lane. One knows how to do math, but the other doesn't. That's it. So I'm done. I, I know. I know what you're saying, but if if you're taking a large set of numbers. You have you should would expect if I tried it seven times, you would expect it to succeed at least three or four times. I really think that you need to go bet all your money on red. Oh, now we're playing. Uh, what, what's the name of that game? Roulette. Gambling game. Roulette. Roulette. Yes. Yeah. Go bet, <laughs> bet everything on red all mm -hmm. night, but eventually it'll be on red, right? It has to be because only two colors. <laughs> Jesus, anyway, there, there's, there's God, my... casinos are made for people that think that way. Don't no, fifty percent is fifty percent. Period. <laughs> there, okay. There's my there's my uh, there's my RNG salt for the night. <laughs> All right, so um, that everybody went. We so did. now we're going. We're doing the sequels, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, again, let's reverse it, Eric. What do you want? as a sequel on the PS5. Well, I couldn't decide between two games and either of them is very unlikely to happen because this is Bandai Namco we're talking about. And one of these games where, uh, well, people ruin its reputation, sadly. So it's probably not never gonna happen. And that is called Vein. I really love this game and I think it deserves a sequel, specifically direct sequel because without spoilers, there's not exactly a cliffhanger at the end, but there's something that connects the game with uh, God, uh, God Eater, the God Eater universe. So a sequel maybe connecting, you know, both series will be awesome. But this is never going to happen because, you know, Soulsborne fans killed it. 
And but the one, my, my real pick for this, this is something that I really want to see a resurrection of this series and a proper sequel, a new arc in this series. Is it needs to happen, in my opinion. If it's going to be on the PlayStation 5, so be it. And it's a continuation of the hack, dot hack series. Mm. So we got all of them on the PlayStation 2, but only uh, the Duo trilogy was watched, which was the uh, the only really successful out of the entire series. Uh, got this port, this beautiful port on the PlayStation 4. So I really want this series to continue a new arc, which means a sequel, because in reality, these aren't like one, two, or three, or four different games. These are like one game cut into different volumes. So there's four parts on the first game, uh, three parts on the second game. So we need a third game uh, cut into, I don't know, one, two, three, four volumes, whatever, if they want to. But we really need a sequel to this because uh, there's so many, not, not exactly plot holes, but some things that they could explain and some things that they could exploit uh, on a new script with some of the characters from the older games. So a direct sequel or something like that on the PlayStation 5 of this game, it really deserves it, man. It's a very good game and it's very forgotten nowadays. This is this is my pick. I think that would a be good a one. good one. I think that's probably the more likely to get remade of the Dot Hack series. So I would agree that'd be a really good one. Yeah. Well, actually, the original uh, creator, uh, you know, the CyberConnect guy, that CyberConnect is the company who made these games. Uh, he, I think he made a Twitter or something like that. I don't know what happened that he said he was very interested, you know, in, in porting or remaking the, the original uh, four games, but he said, like, it's not going to be possible. I think he was, it was his way of saying that Bandai Namco is just not interested. I mean, they're not interested in Sino Saga. Imagine Dothack has no future if Sino Saga has no future. I, I think that'd be a good one. So Code Vein is another game I haven't tried. Uh, I, I like God Eater 3 a lot. Like, I thought it was really good. Um, is Code Vein, like, is the combat more Souls-like or is it more God Eater-like? Both. I think it's a combination. It's more Souls-like, but it's better. I mean, Souls is very unfair and frustrating. Uh, and, and Code Vein is more balanced. It's easier compared to the Souls game, but it's still challenging. But it, I, I felt it was more balanced and more friendly. It's still very hard, very, very hard for me. But compared to any of the Souls games, I think the combat is better, it's more balanced. It's not as grindy or as, you know, as technical or as unfair. Some enemies still can hit you, kill you with two or one or two hits, but it's usually, I don't know how to compare this because, you know, I played so little of the Soul series. So maybe I'm not the best guy to compare both games. But from what I played, from what little I played of Bloodborne and Dark Souls 1 and 2, I've never played the third one. It is very, it is more Souls-like, the combat, but it's also its own thing because first of all, you have a party member. You don't have that in any of the Souls games. You have somebody aiding you, you know, re resurrecting you and just helping you against the enemies and the strategies work a little bit different because of that sometimes you can use your ally to lure the enemies or he lures them even if you don't want to but that gives you a window to plan accordingly and you can't do that in any of the souls games that that's the only comparison i can make like i said before i don't think i'm the best person to compare both games because i don't i have never finished a souls game but i think cold vein deserves more it's just people 
said it was an anime Dark Souls. In, big influencers thought it was bad. So the reputation was ruined. Bandai Namco noticed that. And they're, they'll probably bury this game forever. Hmm. I have it in the backlog. <laughs> yeah, I own it. I haven't played it yet, though. I, got I, I played a couple of hours. And I it is very tough. Cut vein. It, it, is, it is a very difficult, very difficult game. Um, it, so, so, yeah, I mean, you have party members. And because of that, I feel like sometimes getting to the boss is harder than the actual boss. Like, um, <laughs> since, since you can... As Eric said, like you, since you can lure the boss like with your party member, um, usually um, there's strategy behind it. But getting to the boss is another thing. But because there's a lot of enemies um, um, in Codvein, like like yes. random enemies, and that's that could be that can be frustrating. But I mean, I like those kind of games. So <laughs> seems um, like it's a lot more story focused than the oh, Souls yeah. games too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because you don't have in the Souls games, you don't have story; you have lore. So, right. so um, um, Godvain, you actually have you know a story per se, and, and yeah, it's it's not fair to compare those two. I will say. Yeah, that, thank you for pointing that out, Nick. That's another thing that stands out in Codevein. It actually has a linear, complete, full, fleshed-out story, mm-hmm. unlike any of the Souls games which is like 10% story, 90% gameplay. And Code Vein is like 50-50. Absolutely. So, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. That I missed that point. Yeah. And um, well, uh, we can all agree that another part of why people ruin its reputation and the only part that pro- maybe probably deserves it is that the insane amount of fan service is ridiculous. <laughs> like it, it didn't ruin the game, but it's one of those cases where the fan service was like, this shouldn't be here. I mean, it's like in Trails of Cold Steel 3. I mean, okay, (laughs) I like the girls, you know, I have fun, but when it comes to a story like that, it didn't need it. So it kind of ruined it a little bit for me. I think think Eric's a little more team lane. (laughs) Are you trying to say, well, no, no, no. Cold Steel 4 is, okay, I didn't like Cold Steel 3 to the last quarter. The first like 60 hours of the game, I didn't like. It was very mediocre, and the fan service is way over the top, which means yeah. Breath of the Wild slash Hope probably was all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been my problem with Cold. One, probably the biggest reason I dislike I like Cold Steel more than Sky and Crossbell games is because there's too much fan service. Yeah, man, like what the hell? Like Cold Vein was the same case. Like okay. Yeah. Thank you for letting me customize my girl the way I want her to, but Jesus, was it really nice? The other girls, yeah. the other characters are like, what the fuck is this girl wearing, man? Yeah, <laughs> if, it, if it's at the point where you can't take this character seriously. Exactly. That's, the, that's when it becomes a problem. Exactly. Yeah. What was, what's your partner's name? Io or something, right? Oh, the, yeah, you get a late in yeah. the game. Yeah, Io. Yeah. I think it's Io, it's pronounced Io. I saw her in the trailer, so I was like, okay, so they're uh, trying to appeal to a certain demographic here. <laughs> <laughs> to people like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> He's but a you know what? Audience. You know what? That's okay, because those companies need to have those people. They need their despair boy, their hope. They're, we're live, guys. Okay. <laughs> so Eric's just over there just sliding down the chair. Just ahead. <laughs> just just ahead of Eric. That's all you get. So apologies, everybody. My computer actually completely froze up. Um, I don't know why. 
apologies for that. Uh, of course, it has to be the week that we have our our uh, favorite RPG guru. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's okay, because we're back and ready to continue. I don't even know what we were talking about. Where were we? We were, okay, yeah. Play, so let's we go. We just got done ragging on Hope Man about uh, fan service. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that, yeah. They they said I know she said it got stuck in an endless loop of us laughing. So, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. So I think yeah, Eric had mentioned his his the games he wanted a sequel for, and then I think we got to talking about Code Vein and fan service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it would be Rad's turn now. Oh, it will be my turn. Yeah. Okay, I, I just want to say real quick, like they they put the fan service for a reason because obviously I mean sex sells. So, but. We have this one demonetized. Guys, I mean, live like three minutes. (laughs) Demonetized. Already. Already. Just in case. Just in case that wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah, God. All right. Fine. Fine. Okay. Why do we even try? Why why do we even try? Let's just unfiltered. Let's just go. Speak your mind. Go ahead. So, so what, what sequel I would like in the PS5? Okay. So, if they are. If they asked me this question, like, I don't know, like a couple of months ago, I think Eric, Eric and I will have the same answer. Um, Suikoden 6, of course. But since Ayuden Chronicles is hopefully happening, um, that's Suikoden 6. So, so yeah, I'll just go. I have two picks, actually. I, I can't decide if in, between these two. One is possible, in my opinion. One is really, really unlikely um i go back again to this guy i would love a sequel to bloodborne not dark souls i don't i don't i don't not dark souls 4 nor demon souls 2 bloodborne 2 that was actually one of the ones i was thinking about picking (laughs) the the lore in this game holy crap I I was obsessed with it for weeks, like watching YouTube videos, like watching, like reading every item description in the game. Yeah, it is it is so good, and it, it has so much stuff. And the way the game, without spoiling anything, the the way that the game ends, you can do so many things with that lore. Like you can do a sequel, you can do a prequel, you can do something happening at the same time of Bloodborne. You you have so many so many possibilities. So I, I hope that From Software at some point take that into consideration and please their fans because that's something that has been requested for, for a long time now. Since so the game I'll, I'll actually talk about something I heard Spawnwave say this week, which is a really big deal, that he just wants to have a PS5 upgrade that has 60 frames per second on Bloodborne. Well, they've already, like, there's already been rumors about that for a while. Maybe a remastered version or something. Like, games like that need to be 60 FPS. Yeah. I have a question. I wonder if they'll do that. Has anybody played uh, the multiplayer co-op mode in Bloodborne? Since he's cooperative play for up to three players. I have. It it is. But is is it couch co-op or online co-op? Or both? Both. No, well, uh, uh, at least online, 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 online. But you, can you someone... can you do this with a friend? Like, like cr- create a room and invite your friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, I, I, you get a code 
and and you can you can do you can do random like for for any person to enter but you can do private um, oh, I didn't and know that. So if you want someone to to help you be the boss they can just join and and you can just destroy the awesome. boss and go awesome. on rad help me and eric beat bloodborne let's go <laughs> let's do that i'm down that'd be great <laughs> anytime guys and <laughs> actually you know what we need to have all of us get into an among us stream wow. we talked about that yeah have you had you guys tried it among i us? haven't downloaded it yet I it's played fun. It. but i will say that one of my employees has uh, who's a data statistician that's his job like his actual job he's like i figured out how to beat it like there's there's no way you can lose if you follow the strategy basically what you do at the beginning you have all of the people literally everyone just say stop emergency meeting you have one person go out and take care of a problem and if there's uh and then you have somebody go with them and if the person dies, you know who did it. Congratulations. Charlie, you just... <laughs> <laughs> Game oh, over. Just killed the stream. Yeah. It's done. We're <laughs> out. Funny's over. We're not doing that because no one listens yeah. to common sense and online yeah. games. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne is my, my pick. I, I have another pick, but this one is unlikely to happen. Um, because of course, as Eddie said, is is Bandai Namco, mm -hmm. and it is a game I played a year ago, and I'm not sure if a sequel will work with the game, but they could do something similar with. I don't know. I love this game, Eternal Sonata, and I mean I, they could you know, they could do something like that with other composers. Um, yeah, or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, How or, about? Or, yeah, it's so it's so. Or just a, do another dream from, from from from. Of course, um, oh, I forgot the name of the protagonist. Okay. Chopin. Yeah, Frederick Chopin. Yeah, Frederick. And they, they they could be creative and do and do so many things with that game. But yes. But um, do you think that could happen or? No, no, I don't think so. Bandai so. Namco and also Three Crescendo, the company who made it, I don't think it right. exists anymore. Right. It's too bad. Right. So, I, yeah. I, which one's the hard version? PS3. Like, PS3. Yeah, yeah. That one kicked my. <laughs> God, I like got this close. I got this close of including that game on my, you know, the video I made top 10 hardest JRPGs I ever beaten part. Two, it was gonna be there, but I was like, "There's only like two, two or three bosses. The rest of the game is okay." Oh. But those two or three bosses right. towards the end. What? No, the fucking count. <laughs> that asshole, man. He's an asshole. Man, I, it's like every time I get used to it, that battle system would change on you too, and I was like, "Well, what the yeah. crap." <laughs> Oh yeah, it's confusing. A little bit confusing. Yeah. They, they keep adding, right? They keep adding stuff to it. Uh, it's a learning curve, and uh, but yeah. I, I, it's so good. Yes. I wonder why people. It was good. It just kicked Very my good. ass. People yeah. should should talk more about the game. I know Eric talks about it, but people should talk about it more. I, I agree. Need to play that one still. Yeah, those are my picks. Cool. So. For mine, I think my obvious one is 
Persona 6, but I think, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want Persona 6? I guess my thing is it's like, happening. <laughs> what was what was the gap between Persona 4 and Persona 5? It was like, what, eight years? I thought it was six. It was a long time. Ten years. Was it, was it really? Ten? Dude, Persona 5, Persona 4 came out on the PS2 in 2007. Mm-hmm. And oh man persona 5 was 17 yes 10 years so like crap can we please get persona 6 in like less than year. 10 years <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get it on Not 10 uh, years playstation please. 6 like for black friday or something playstation 6 <laughs> yep on playstation 6 <laughs> yeah. yeah god it'll be right yeah, there I, after uh, final fantasy 16 part 2 that they'll have it for a launch day release for playstation 6 <laughs> So I think that's probably my most, like the one I want the most, but I think that one is kind of bound to happen eventually. So I think the one that I might say that is maybe not as likely to happen is, uh, like I said, I'm playing Skies of Arcadia. And that's a game that I think, I don't think it needs like to be remade or anything. I think the game is okay. Maybe it's a little, you know, the random encounter rate is pretty bad and (laughs) it's slow, but... I think that game just needs a, a sequel. Um, and, and I don't know, it, PS5 might be kind of a weird console for that. I mean, I guess most a lot of Sega games come to PS5. You got Valkyria Chronicles and stuff. So I, I think it could happen. Um, so I think, I think that would be my pick is Skies of Arcadia. You see, Lane, I was going to pick Skies of Arcadia. Now I have to pick something else. <laughs> Right back at you, Karma, <laughs> for picking Legend of Dragoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. Revenge. Karma's a bitch. I'll pick something else. <laughs> okay. okay. I'll say Nick first, so Kelly can. Yeah, yeah I appreciate bit. that. Thanks. Yep. Well, I, I was going to totally drop it on her. <laughs> well, let me guess, Nick. Devil Survivor Three. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you just eat that case across the screen? I mean, yeah, I just killed it for me. But yeah, uh, everybody knows mine. My pick would be Devil Survivor 3. It's been dormant for so long. It's due for a sequel. And uh, I I just hope it. they need to do this. It, It was like a... It's kind of a forgotten, almost forgotten gem now. Yeah. And, uh... It was a big hit. I don't know why they don't pursue it. I haven't heard any rumors about it, but that would be an amazing announcement. I mean, they've already got SNT3 HD and SNT5 coming out on the Switch. Why not throw in Next Devil Survivor? Yeah. I mean, that would sell really well on the Switch, I think. And, and to I me, it's, it's crazy how many Shin Megami Tensei games there are on the DS and the 3DS. Yeah. Like, it makes me wonder, like, I, are, do you think they'll, I wonder why that was. Do you think it was because the DS was easy to develop for? But, I mean, you, you see things like or Shin Megami Tensei Five that's taking freaking forever, <laughs> right? And it, it makes me wonder, like, man, what happened to where they were just putting out Shin Megami Tensei games so often on the DS and now the Switch, and it's just like, oh, didn't you know? Hey, where's my You Shin didn't Megami know, did Tensei? you? Okay, so what? we actually, Nick is a clone, and the real Nick is over there at Atlas programming all the games for DS. Oh. That's, that's really what oh, it is. news to me. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been getting 
SMT spinoffs. Yeah. And may, but, maybe that's it. Maybe they, I mean, maybe they're liking, you know, pushing Persona more. Yeah, that's, they're milking it for all it's worth while they got it going. So I don't blame them. I mean, <laughs> well, they, uh, let's not get into the Sega discussion because Sega owns Atlas. Mm-hmm. And that's sure. probably the root of all problems. That, that is probably. But let's not get yeah. into that. Topic. And there's yeah. actually there's a lot of rumors that Microsoft is going to buy Sega, which would just change the entire landscape of that which which company? Microsoft. Microsoft. Microsoft is going to buy Sega. That's been all over the internet there's, for rumors. It's been getting rumors, stronger. But... Yeah. Possibly. I think would, that would be insane. They just blew so much money. I don't think they're. Oh, you think that Microsoft doesn't have enough money to buy Sega if they bought Bethesda? I, I, uh, I mean, I don't know if I really believe those rumors because, like, with how well Persona Four Golden did on Steam, what sold like five hundred thousand copies or something? Like, why would they sell now? Like, they're on a roll. Plus, I don't see they were to continue to put if if see the success that persona 4 golden saw on steam like they still could put, put persona 4 golden on ps4 and per, persona 5 on pc that would make them so much money so why, why would they sell now i mean i don't know it doesn't make sense to me they probably won't buy it because it kind of conflicts with the demographic that they're going for like it's mo- xbox is more geared towards like western buyers That's true. and western rpg players now is what they're trying to pick up Unless uh, they're trying to make the Xbox do better in Japan, and this would be what pushes that forward. Fun fact, the Xbox yeah. Series S and Xbox Series X sold out pre-orders in Japan. Really? <laughs> yep, I didn't talk about it in Auburn time because it was such a small topic, but yeah, they sold out pre-orders. That's interesting. They probably had smaller They probably had like there. eight systems, and yeah. that's why they were able to say that they sold out. <laughs> yeah, wow. they probably didn't have very many allocated. How, how would you guys react if, if the news tomorrow is that like Microsoft buys Sega? I mean, just like we that. have myself. We have <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God! Don't do that. Uh, I mean, I we have a floored. we have a Series X coming, so I'll, I'll buy the stuff. I'll be sad about it. Eric would actually have to buy an Xbox to play. Uh, Atlas games. Okay. I have an Xbox 360. I'll have you know. Yeah, Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That would be quite the turn of events. Mm. Uh, And going back to my little Mega Man pick, I just wanted to say, I guess what I was thinking more of was like a reboot to the series would be good because it's had so many entries, it kind of needs to go back to its roots. I agree. But, yeah, that's that's my pick. Okay. <laughs> all, all right, Callie. What's all right. your uh, well, last pick? Since you took my pick, but I took yours, that's fine. I mean, I, <laughs> I deserve that. I really was going to pick Skies of Arcadia. It's a fantastic game. That's funny. Uh, so I'm going I'm to do two, like you did, going back. Uh, the first one will be Super Mario RPG. I think it's a sequel. Like, I don't want Paper Mario. I don't want this other junk that they've been making. I want just simple, to the point, Mario RPG, Legend of Seven Stars. I want that combat. I want the same kind of stuff. Just give me that. But that's, that's not possible. For the P- Are we still talking oh, about sequels for the PS5? Sorry. All right. Well, scratch yeah. that. 
Scratch <laughs> it. That's impossible. Okay. Uh, see, I'm all out of sorts because I was going to pick Skies of Arcadia. Um, you know what? I'll pick Nier Automata. I think that would be a good game. It seems like they will get a sequel. Um, yeah, I, I loved Nier Automata. It's one of the greatest action RPGs ever made. Ever. Yeah. I'm going to play through it again on uh, PC again soon. So I'm, I'm excited it's so for weird. that. It, it's so weird how women like that game. It, I, I can't Why? explain that. Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you really like a 9S that much? Uh, Do you, you know, to these, uh, so no, let's, let's way back. Let's go way back. <laughs> so we actually had a topic that we had talked about a, a while ago that Rad wanted to do. We did it called, uh, like, which games are you like your guilty pleasure games? Oh, I, <laughs> you know, I can't believe that. Did we do our three influencing games? No, I mean, I'm just kidding. Have we done I mean, that there's, yet? There's a million yeah, the female fans of that. We did? Game. What did I say was my number one? Because whatever it was, is wrong. <laughs> I think you said Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't. It was supposed to be World of Warcraft, because I've spent 500 days in that game. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Jesus. I'm all out of sorts. Your my computer life, crashes. You yeah. put that behind you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, guys, I I, I own all the Kletcher's editions of World of Warcraft, like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of action figures from the game. Like, I've spent a lot of money on that stupid franchise. That was supposed to be number one. I don't know what I said. It was all well, Grandia 2. That was it. God, I need to take a nap. Too much <laughs> 13 Sentinels today. Um, yeah, so Nier Automata, like, it's fun. The, the combat is good. The fan service isn't that much. I mean, it's just the main character. It's not like everywhere, like Hyperdimension Neptunia. Yeah. Isn't there... <laughs> I think Nier Automata had a trophy if you looked up... Uh, yeah. Two yeah, it, it does have a trophy for that. I, I didn't get... I never I never got that trophy. Can you, I, can I, you, can I, you I got that trophy. Can, can Hope confirm that in the chat for I, us? I, guys, I, I was for a while I was gonna work on the platinum until I realized I had to beat the game like five times. I have that trophy. <laughs> it's real, I promise. Anyone who says they don't is a damn liar. Eric says he doesn't have it. No what? what trophy? That's new to me. I didn't know that trophy. I'm sure existed. <laughs> I'm sure there's something like that in Cinnaron Kagura. <laughs> Probably. More than likely, uh, okay. I've never played. <laughs> Look at that's that! True. Do you guys see the chat? Yeah. Look at that! <laughs> that was the that first was trophy I got. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Fog. That was one of the first trophies uh. I got too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I, I think I got it on. Uh, it was way late. It was way late in the game. I think I got it by accident walking up a ladder. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, what, like what topics Resident next? Where are we? Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Oh, so one, yeah. No. So if that's your last one, didn't you say you had two, Cali? Well, what was that bit? Near Automata. I said that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, I I have no idea because there's, like, they're making Horizon, so that's great. Yep. That seems plausible. Um. They're making, yeah. They're making a persona. Uh, eventually, maybe. I mean, they're making a Shin Megami Tensei. I mean, what else? I mean, 
Dragon Quest 12 probably at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean near, yeah. a new near is bound to happen, but do you want a direct sequel to Automata? Or yes. Just another near. I want. Direct so, if you guys have beaten, <laughs> if you guys have beaten near Automata, no spoilers yeah. here. But if you've beaten it and got ending E, the true ending, the yeah. true ending, mm-hmm. you know that it's going to be they're... very interesting to be able to do a sequel. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Because mm. you know the first near, there's. No way. I mean, there can't be a direct sequel. I mean, with the same characters. I mean, no. Anyway, no spoilers. Let's just move on. Yeah. So I don't know what else I would say besides near, but yeah. Okay. That's what I pick. Cool. So for our last uh, topic, uh, we can leave this kind of open-ended, but uh, this was actually uh, brought up by Rem. Uh, I was streaming Skies. The other day and rem asked me this question oh. I'm like, hey rem we should talk, is it all right if we talk about this on the podcast and she's like sure so uh yeah so the question is what makes a game age better than others sorry oh you're good so open-ended guys what what do you think um i mean i've, I've got a good answer for this so I mean, Xenogears is a perfect example to where the the story is amazing, and even though the story is amazing in that game, the like the camera the camera is real bad in Xenogears. Yeah. It's real bad. Like I think that the the art style held up, like the oh, anime yeah. type art style for the characters, mm-hmm. it held up good. But that camera, oh my god, that camera is so bad. So I think that, you know, that would be a game that's not going to hold up well in like 20 years. But you can look at other games like Final Fantasy VI that aged great. Like the sprites, Mm -hmm. they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. The story is amazing. The combat's still relevant. And don't tell me that every single one of you guys, when that theme song plays, you don't get those goosebumps at that theme, as you're walking with those mechs down that snowfield, it's just, it's nothing like it. I don't. That's okay. I've never played it. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. You have a, okay, stream that next. That's your new game. Uh, Go play six. Yeah, that that intro in Final Fantasy six. Yeah, it's just like, something about it is just so powerful. I, I don't know. Played. I kind of agree with Nick. I mean, I like it, but it isn't that impressive. There's a certain scene. I don't want to spoil the game. Have wait for the game after certain. Well, it all goes to hell mm-hmm. with Celise. Mm-hmm. That's mm. what got me. Before that part of the game, I was like, eh, "This game is all right. It's not that great." But then that oh, happened. Yeah, that was a good part. Wow. You know, you know yeah. what part gets That's me fair. all the time. The... Besides that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the, yeah, besides that, that's right. Um, the opera scene. The opera oh, scene. The lyrics. Oh, the music they could do on the SNES with it is incredible. I think what makes an, a game age well is, first and foremost, the balance. I mean, it's hard to get into games like, I don't know, Souls games for some people. So imagine going back to something really retro, like the Seventh Saga, and put up with the game's crap. So going back to those games that are really hard or that are, that, are that, that have a lot of technical issues like Xenogears, 
and technical issues that are rare to see nowadays. So it's hard to go back to those games and play them. That's why certain games age poorly because mm -hmm. we are just not willing to put up with that kind of crap anymore. We did back then, but mm -hmm. nowadays, I mean, those problems are, are over. These camera issues, you rarely see that nowadays in games or these um, a high random encounter rate or yeah. difficulty spikes in because of the encounter rate or because of the grind grindy stuff in, in those games. So we still get a lot of grind fests nowadays, but the mm -hmm. balance is different because every generation in terms of technical uh, things is better than the previous one. Every mm -hmm. single generation is an evolution of the previous one. So the game developers learn from their, the mistakes they did on the previous generation. That's what I want to believe, at least. So that's what makes some games age well, because game, these games, for example, some Super Nintendo games for their time were great, and they, have, they were balanced. They didn't have technical problems, which means today they're perfectly playable and enjoyable, So, which means they have aged well. Mm -hmm. I think that's... Yeah. Just to add on to what you said, Eric, was kind of what I had was thinking was like, to me, I think a game ages better if you can play it and not have to look at a guide to, to beat the game in a reasonable amount of time. Mm -hmm. Like if mm -hmm. I'm getting lost all the time, I start to lose patience because we're so a lot modern games. That's not really a problem anymore. It's because you have the map telling you where you're supposed to go or, you know, it's very clear what your path forward is. And I feel like a lot of older games, don't have that as well. It's just and like do not do not play Rogue Galaxy ever. Like <laughs> never, please yeah, do I, yourself a favor. Yeah, I, I have played. I have played. It it's it's yeah. a great game, but if he, he, he hates getting lost, oof. Coco Vane is another one. Forget about it. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, Lane, I got both of those in my backlog. So Lane, you're really not gonna like Thirteen Sentinels if that bothers you. There was a scene today where literally I had to go try to do the same thing like six times. I had to go through this level over and over just to get through it. I'm not a fan of visual novels. I think this is the first one I've played. Well, I don't I don't mind having getting stuck on something like that. I don't like it when you're on the world map and you're like, where the hell do I go which, next? Which city am I supposed to go next? Or something All like of that. them. <laughs> oh. Every city. Yeah, Like Dragon Warrior uh, 2, I think it's like, you're supposed to find these sigils. Oh man! Yeah, that's and then really, that's really it. Painful. That's all they tell you. Find like four or five of these sigils. That in the entire world. <laughs> I, I I actually I actually spent like like two hours looking for the last one, and it was right at the beginning in the castle in the stairs. Like like when you start, there is a stairs next to to the to the castle and. I, I didn't check. I, I checked all the map, like all the map, like completely. It took me hours, and it was right at the beginning where I where I said <laughs> when when where I searched first. See, that's where I dropped Dragon Quest Two. I was like, I I've been reading facts up to this point, trying to figure it out and find five of these in the entire world. And I remember I almost dropped Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior One when it's had me go to the world map and like you have to press a on a certain spot and it's not i don't think it was even marked in the original like you just have to go to like a certain spot and press a and you pick up a 
item that's necessary to forget progress the plot and like i don't think it was even marked in the original right i was I mean, like this is ridiculous <laughs> so another thing that i was thinking was uh that makes a game age badly is when well part of it is you know high random encounter rate but i think the other thing is when the battles take a long time there's a huge opening to it that you can't skip um, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i, I talked about this like an hour ago like an hour ago lane legend you of said Dragoon that was okay is not i don't think that legend of Dragoon is slow I don't think that it's a slow battle system. No, no, no. It to get to slow, the battle. Slow battle system? To, to get to the battle. <laughs> fucking game. Still, it, it's not that bad, I don't think. I've played way worse. I'm going to show you an example of why a simple option in the menus can save a game from being horrible to really good. Are you going to hold up Genshin Impact? Oh, Eternal Poison. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, so dude, there, there's no random encounters there. I mean, no, the, the animations here oh, the are time. atrocious. That's but like if, this you, guy. if you take them out, the game is glorious. Yeah, but you can turn them off. Right, know? exactly. So, so if you have that option, then you save the game. So I'm going to show you guys a game that I have here that I think has the slowest animations ever. Oh, uh, <laughs> now yes. don't get me wrong. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I really like. I love this game. It's true. But good yeah. God, let me yeah. skip the freaking animations. <laughs> That's true. I agree with that as well. <laughs> uh, uh, slow battles of Kali. You like Final Fantasy thirteen though, right? I like thirteen too. <laughs> That's a good okay. example. I like thirteen yeah. too. Thirteen two is very good. It's very good. Thirteen one is is not so good. <laughs> I remember, like, I dropped it after chapter two or three, something like that. And, but my brother made it to like the end game, and like one fight took him like thirty minutes for or something oh, for like yeah. a random encounter. Yeah, it's wow. bad. Whatever. Fantasy thirteen, the game gets good after ten hours, and then it gets good and stays good till like the last five hours and then it's just a train wreck um final fantasy 13 2 is it's the best final fantasy since 10 that's my opinion well they had some members of tri's help with that one so yeah i I have hope for that one slightly personally (laughs) i like 12 a lot now 12 is slow combat I mean, I, 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 of course it is. Uh, but it's real time. I mean, there's yeah, no it, it is. It, it is definitely a departure from the other games. But I mean, if you take the main character of the of the question, I think it is a good game. I remember leaving. Uh, you can put gambits or something so mm-hmm. that your characters will act on their own. You, and there's you can sit on your couch and watch the gameplay itself if you want. Exactly. We Not left our system running for like two days and came back and we gained five levels. The gambit system. Wow. You see right there, right there, Nick. I mean, that's another thing that makes games age poorly. Certain details in the gameplay mechanics that were bad to begin with. Mm-hmm. If some games from the past don't have those annoying mechanics, they age very well. But as long yes. as they have these fucking little small <laughs> details that can ruin your experience, they age poorly. Like you fight an enemy for like five minutes a piece, and then you only gain one 
hundredth of a level for each one you beat, <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll so level up next have you, year. <laughs> have you played Final Fantasy XI? Because that's how eleven is. No. It's very no. slow. I mean, that was before I had internet, really, so... <laughs> I played that on a 56k modem, and let me tell you, that game sucked. <laughs> One I, thing I, I will I... say about that, in a lot of people seem to point to graphics as something that makes a game age bad, but that's never really been the case for me. Like, I, You mean like I, polygons? Yeah, polygons like, I mean, down. that, I don't know, that doesn't really... It's not really a buzzkill for me. I like no. I can play a game that looks like shit. Is if the game is fun, I'm all <laughs> I'll I'll play it. And I mean, it doesn't matter to me at all. But so that's always some. I mean, a lot of people say you know, pixel art ages better than polygons, and yeah, it kind of does. But that's never really been a like a turnoff for me. So I, I mean, always right. find that interesting. Super Nintendo sprites yeah. um, appeal more to me than N64 and PlayStation One um, polygons, but. It's something that needed to happen, you know. It's, I mean, I, I still play obviously the the PlayStation One games, and and I don't care. But mm-hmm. um, we need at some point we needed to make the transition from two D to three D. So yeah, uh, it, it was going to be amazing right away, right? Yeah, exactly. So I respect mm-hmm. that. Yeah, for sure. Like Brave Fencer Musashi is still a little fun to pick up and play every now and then, <laughs> even though it's just. The graphics aren't anything spectacular. It's still fun to pick up and play every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Any other any other thoughts on this before we move on nope. to what we've been playing this week? I just like the uh, blending that they've been doing, kind of with like the two D animations and everything, and the three D with like, like Octopath, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And s- seems like it's kind of becoming more of like a staple and i just think it looks really beautiful in a game yeah, yeah I it's, I'm glad it's really it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that they made you do so much to get the story out of octopath though eric Can we knows not talk about that game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, i kind of have a love-hate relationship with that game <laughs> The music was great. Can we all agree on that? The Octopath yes. music was top shelf. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, Eric, why don't you go first? What do you what have you been playing lately? Well, okay. So for the past several weeks I got uh, very immersed into this guy here. Oh, uh, nice. the, mm. this is one of those games that have a million roots. So mm. and, and and every time you start a new play a new game, uh, a new playthrough, you retain your levels and your items. It gives you the option to not do that and go into the hard mode. I didn't do that, obviously. So I, I stuck <laughs> with my items and my levels so I could just rush through the maps that I had already done just to see what happened, so what, what what was different this time. And it surprised me. I mean, some of the other routes, the evil routes. It has several classic routes, right? Like the, the evil route, the empire route, or, you know, whatever. And they're way more interesting than the actual canon route. That's what I love <laughs> about this game. So, but, but I finished this, uh, I think, on Sunday or Monday. I don't remember. And since uh, I didn't want to spoil anybody, but uh, you guys are all right. I was going to spoil it on Discord anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm planning this, um, this top 10. It's a huge request. 
from years ago that I never really did. And it's about short, but great RPGs. Mm. But uh, not exactly only modern, just short that are not like 16-bit era or 8-bit era. But that would be cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, from the PlayStation era and, and, and onward. So sure. that, that, that's been a huge request. So I've been playing a lot of games that can fit into that criteria. And I know for a fact, this one is very short, Shining Tears. And okay. one thing about this game is that it's great. Uh, I played this game a long time ago, but I never finished it. And now I am committed to finishing it. Very good one. And I also got um, invested into Dragon Mark for Death. This is what yeah. I've been playing lately. Mm-hmm. But I decided to quit just yesterday because I realized it's a grind fest. So it's going to take me forever to beat. So because you need to grind and because I suck at action RPGs, I don't think I'm going to play this game in, I don't think I'm going to beat this game in like 15 hours. So maybe this game is not a good idea for the video. And, but it's still great. And if you're looking for a 2D challenge, this is your game. And that's it, really. I streamed this one today. And I think I'm going to put more hours into it because just like the first game, just like the first game, I think it's very short. I mean, according to the uh, How Long to Beat website, uh, the Knights of Azure games are quite short. So I want to finish this one just to see if it's really short so I can include it in my videos. This is what I've been playing lately. I got to say, Shining Tears, I I played it a long time ago. It's a really good game. It's just really underrated. Yeah, I think it's an acquired taste because the controls are very clunky at first. And when you play, you're like, ah, this isn't that good. But you, you know, you, you, if you give it enough patience, it grows on you. And the art style is beautiful in this game. Mm -hmm. And the whole purpose of this game was it has a two player co op mode. So Sega wanted the game to appeal more to like two players because the single player mode is still great. But it does show in the game when you're playing it that it it's probably better with another person. Totally true. But it's a great game nonetheless, single or multiplayer. I really recommend this game, guys. I originally was like, well, I'm going to pass on the Langrisser game. And then I think I was watching uh, Rad and... I, or somebody anyway they brought that there was different routes and i was like well that just changes the whole game i thought it was like uh just another fire emblem clone and it's very short thing. i mean yeah. the main adventure you can beat it in like 10 hours 10 to 12 hours mm. and Ooh, there's two spoiler. games yeah that game's gonna be in my video <laughs> that's cool I, i'm gonna have to pick it up now yeah i bought yeah, it sure. i just haven't really uh dived into it yet just Oh, for sure, because it's one of those games that didn't get, uh, they didn't print a lot of copies. So in a couple of years, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, I have the collector's edition for Switch, I think. Okay. I, I was I was extremely lucky. I found it in a in a pawn shop. Nice. So, oh wow. Yeah, I'm 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 debating keeping it sealed. I don't know if I opened it. I might have, but like I, I think it's really cool that they're making. Just, just bringing old games back again. That's really cool. Yeah, come on, bring Grolancer back. Right. I, yeah. I had a friend when I worked at Kmart a long time ago that loved Grolancer so much. I own one, and I still have that same copy. I don't know which one it is. One of the PS2 ones. Mm-hmm. That game, it's hard. They're, they're difficult. Ooh, probably the second one. <laughs> I'll go look after I after this. Grolancer Generations. 
Actually, while you guys are talking, I'm going to go. I, I got it on my phone. Why do I don't have to get up? Like, you've got a app. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brad, what are you playing? Oh, man. I thought I was going to beat Lost Fear today, and I was so excited. But it was a fake finale. So I'm still, I'm still oh. working on that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really liking the game, though. Um, um, I, I know it, it got like mixed reviews and stuff, but I don't know. I feel like the game is good. Um, um, of course, it is no masterpiece by any means, but um, um, yeah, um, if you like retro RPGs, um, yeah, that feels like, um, you know, going back to the 90s again um, in some aspects, of course. Um, what else? I, I streamed um, Star Ocean 3 till the end of time um, a couple of times this week as well. Um, I'm really enjoying the game. I'm still pretty early into the game, probably like, I don't know, like, six or seven hours um i hear oh, that so, it gets so so you are rewind to the turtle turtle puzzle you need to write these gigantic bug um no no you haven't got not yet i think i'm close i think i'm close to it i think i mm. i'm about to i was in these caverns i, I oh. was in these caverns um yeah you're about to yeah yeah i was about to yeah so 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 yeah so i, I guess the next stream will be that then I feel sorry for him. <laughs> that took <laughs> me forever. But you know, it's totally worth it. You know, don't you keep your patience. It's worth it. It's a very good game. It's a very yes. good game. That's that's good to know. And and something I streamed today was um, this guy. Uh, I see the archive. Um, spiritual successor to to Barclay profile. And yeah. and yeah, Not I mean, I, play, I I played yeah I I played like three hours. Um, Feels like you can see obviously um, the the resemblance of a Pico profile, but it feels more bland. Yeah, of course. Doesn't um, hold a candle to Valkyrie right. profile at all. Right. Um, but but the thing is that I, I enter into the game with really low expectations, so <laughs> I think I think I think it's it's decent. I mean, it, it's not it's not the worst thing I've played. Um, so it's maybe I'll C give it a try again. <laughs> it's a C tier. <laughs> it's it probably yeah probably. Probably. I would put it in yeah. a B. It's Probably. a B tier for me. A B. It's a B tier. It's for definitely me. a budget title. <laughs> it's, it's it's very colorful. A... I like the art. It's very colorful. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, the yeah. world and... itself. It's beautiful. And and uh, and the voice acting is is not bad at all. The voice it's acting. Okay. Some characters are okay. Others yeah. are. Uh... Yeah, I, I like the the godlike voice, the one that oh, is with you yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, that 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 guy is... Yamatoga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That guy. Um so so yeah, I mean I'll probably stream it again at some point. It's it's uh, we'll see. Cool. But yeah. That's that's what I've been playing this week. No more Xenoblade? No, I I, I, I need to finish I need to finish Lost Fear. I want to finish Lost Fear. I want okay. to if, if I if I keep playing Xenoblade, I won't I won't finish anything in my life. <laughs> that game is so good. Yeah. Yep, fin finish a couple of those shorter yeah. games and then go back to Xenoblade. Cool. So uh, I'll go. Uh, so actually, a few hours before the podcast, I beat Borderlands 3. Nice. Um, really, really liked that game a lot. Um, I'd never, so as you guys know, I've been playing kind of Borderlands 3 by myself and then my little brother and I have been playing Borderlands 2 together. But he's kind of losing interest in the game, so I'm. It's looking oh. like I might need to finish that by myself. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so I just, yeah, I finished Borderlands Three, and 
I really liked it. Um, just yeah, it's it's a great game. I like the uh, there's so many crazy guns in that game. It's, it's, it's like I've never had the same. I mean, obviously, I haven't had the same gun twice, but I've never ha- had two guns that felt like they were, you know, similar. And in, in, in by any means, they're all so unique and just, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's just a good game for me to just relax and just, just shoot and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> and it, you know, it's just, it's so relaxing to me. And I love the humor in the game. The game had me freaking cracking up so many times, and uh, the characters are really good. Um, it was actually, I didn't realize this, but a lot of the characters that are in that game are game are actually prior protagonists from other games. So that was actually something I just learned like towards the end. I was like, Oh, that's, that's actually really interesting. Now I actually want to go back and start and, you know, play, play the rest of the games. You only have to play two really. The first really? one's kind of negligible. Okay. Well, so like I said, I've put about, I think I have like maybe between 10 and 15 hours in Borderlands 2. I'm, I bought it for the Switch. I kind of want to play it on the Switch. Um, so I might start it over. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't decided yet, but that's not going to be anytime soon because Cold Steel 4 is coming out soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what I've been playing probably the most is Borderlands 3 and finished that. And excellent game. Highly recommend it. Nick, you definitely, I think, would like it since you're a fan of 2. Um, so the other game I've been playing is Skies of Arcadia Legends. And uh, I think I have 17 hours in the game. I've got uh, two of the crystals I'm going for the yellow one right now. Um, great game. It's uh, like I said, been saying like the high, the random encounter rate is pretty ridiculous at times. Yeah. And uh, the, Three RNG, steps. It, the RNG feels very one-sided. <laughs> but uh i mean I, I i still love the game i mean i like the the shit battles are fun um really enjoy those they're kind of slow sometimes but i am using an emulator and i actually just learned today how to do have to speed up the emulator in dolphin <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i can figure it out and then i'm like oh where have you been my whole life <laughs> so now i can actually speed up the time on some of the random battles and the shit battles to make it be a little bit uh go a little bit quicker because it's it can be kind of slow but yeah definitely definitely recommend skies of arcadia if any of you guys have not played it it's 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 a fairly generic story but i don't know i kind of this doesn't really bother me too much i kind of like the simplicity of it i guess i the i like the characters the characters are really charming and stuff so uh yeah i'm i'm planning on sticking it out and hoping i beat it before cold steel 4 comes out because when cold steel 4 comes out i'm not gonna pl- i plan on pretty much dropping everything that i am currently <laughs> playing <laughs> so uh yep so that's 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 what i've been playing um see uh nick what have you been playing well i recently beat uh nino cooney uh it threw me for a loop it well i can't do too much but it it has a little plot twist along the way and then it starts getting really good and uh i really enjoyed it it's got a lot of charm to it there's some balancing issues that could be adjusted and considering it's remastered you would have hoped that they did that but you can only ask for so much and that was i really enjoyed that game uh 
I'll, I might do a review on it later, but uh, I finally finished my front mission review. If you haven't seen that on my channel. It's very good. But, and it took me forever, but what I've been playing is East Origin, which I've been streaming, and it has... I've probably died over 40 times now. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I think I'm about two thirds of the way through, uh, Unica's playthrough. So, uh, yeah, I, I was like, I can do normal. Yeah, no yeah. problem. I'm like, I'm pretty <laughs> good East at origin. Games. Yeah. East origin was tough for me because I'd played, uh, I played eight, eight was kind of what got me into East and eight's not really that hard. And then you play origin and it's like, Oh damn! This is kind of tough. <laughs> I told you, you didn't believe me, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Eric, Eric wasn't kidding. Yeah, everything before everything before East Seven is very hard, even on right. Easy. I saw Eric playing Memories of Celsetta. Uh -huh. He, I think he had like uh, a walk little... in the park. Celsetta is a yeah. walk in the park compared to Origin or six, six is hard. Six is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I and had then my, e but... e6 on the ps2 doesn't have an easy mode it has a cheat mode right but it mm. doesn't have an easy mode so you're no, fucked. The, no you're you're, yeah. you're stuck you, you have to grind like crazy yeah <laughs> I, I have to grind on every boss every boss that's what i'm having to do in this game i had to grind up like four levels for one of them i remember i was like and those levels don't come quick in East games, apparently. Yeah, so I got to build up those like uh, X, XP boosts and stuff, yeah. and just pray that you run into another enemy and you don't lose them. <laughs> I I, I yeah. battle so on X six I battle every enemy, yeah, until a certain point, and I got to a boss, and when I tried to hit him, I did zero damage. Yeah, like oh, zero God. damage. I I never beat the game. <laughs> that game it's, was. I, it's the only East game I have never beaten. <laughs> Kiss says Ark of Nafish Tim on the PSP is hard as bleep. <laughs> yeah, that's the game we're talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's is six. Okay. PSP version is worse than compared to the PS2 version, but P that PSP version is all right as well. <laughs> Interesting. It's very hard. This is my first East game, so I am orienting myself. But other than that, I've just been playing. I just picked up uh, Overclocked. I've never played the overclocked edition of Devil Survivor. So I'm happy to finally give it a whirl. <laughs> you gonna go for that extra extra chapter? Uh yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's like the whole That's the point. point. Yeah. That and maybe I'll finally be able to complete an escort mission <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Is that all you got then? Yeah, that's it for me. Good stuff. Okay, Callie. All right. Well, I played... Actually, Rad, you played this too. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Impact or Genshin of the <laughs> Wild. I'm not not quite sure which one it is. Uh, it took me a I, second to get the joke. I was Jesus. like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah it's, guys, it's, it's a gotcha game. It's a mobile game that they put oh, on no. consoles that has... It, it feels like a mobile game. It's, uh, it's not good. I played it on stream for two hours ish, and I, I did the first four little dungeon things and got your party, and I just, it's not good. It, I was very it sucks. interested 
And so was I. It, I was so hyped. You guys, I talked about it so I much. I liked it. Uh, yeah, until you did. they said yeah, you did. free to play. And I was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, you gotta, why? Why? You can just charge me 60 bucks. Just, I'll right. buy it right now, but no. Oh, and you, you, you can't remap buttons. Like, I wanted to have attack be a different button, and I can't do that. I hate that game. Okay. Oh, I hate it when games do that. I'm never playing it again, so no thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm out on that one. Uh, last night, I played. Uh, Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Dana, to celebrate my Twitch channel switch over. Gonna stream on Twitch. I like the fact that there's a lot more options. I can make emotes, and I spent like an hour and a half this morning setting up alerts. And the fun part is when Gozu followed, Gozu Wan followed me on stream, I had forgot that I had set up alerts and sound so I could hear it, and it literally scared me. I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, what's that? Oh, it's the alerts that I set up. Um, actually, I'm, I'm really excited to see whoever my first subscriber is after getting affiliate because I set up uh, a special song that's not part of the normal uh, uh, pack of music. I went and edited a game track, so I'm excited to see who that ends up being. Uh, yeah, it terrified me one. So, of course, Ease 8's great. It's a great <laughs> game. We, we all love it. I don't need to talk more about that. But then I've been playing a lot of a game that at first I hated, now I'm obsessed with it. That's 13 Sentinels Aegis Rem. That game, oh my god, it's, it's, if the story is just as convoluted, if not more convoluted, than Death Stranding. And I just, I love it. There's time travel, there's. You robots. use the word convoluted like it's a good thing. I convoluted love that stuff. It's not a good thing. Have you, have you seen? So. For work, my job is incredibly complicated. I worry about inf so much garbage, and I obsessed over it. It keeps me sane. So, yeah, 13 Sentinels, the story is, I think I tried to explain to you on Lane, like Lane on stream, what it was about, and I just felt like you didn't get it. Oh. Uh, the story is a, it's a mess. It is a mess, spanning 13 characters that all have little bits and bobs and up and down and sideways and everything else just to try to get just the little bit of okay what's going on and then you have to oh that's this character oh i really want to go see how this character interacts to this story and oh how do they do this and the combat guys that combat oh it's so good the combat is so good normal's too easy uh and you guys know me if it's too easy i won't like it so i put it on hard and there was actually a mission i lost today I, I couldn't believe it. I actually lost, and I was like, this is unacceptable. But it was, st even the first time I beat it, I got an A. And I was like, this is bullshit. So then I went back with, like, all of my, like, defense cannon people. I was like, no, we're going to just steamroll this. And got my S rank, so I was happy. The game is good. Guys, it's, if you, if you like a game that doesn't seem like it should even exist, you should play it. It's very... I haven't played any Vanillaware games. It's my first Vanillaware game, and I want to buy everything else they make now because of how much I love it. I've seen a Don't lot of good this. reviews. <laughs> I should. That That's so... It's like 100 bucks for I that Pledger's it. Edition. I, it's on my yeah. list of things to buy. Yeah. The, I mean, Vanillaware, the art alone, if it's got an art book in it, I want it because, I mean, I haven't beaten Odin's Sphere, but the 
the artwork is just phenomenal. <laughs> so 13. What is your favorite route on Odyssey? You mean my favorite character, right? Right, yeah. I love everybody except Mercedes. Oh. <laughs> Mercedes is loose. Mercedes is like a running gun. And that's that's okay, but it just kills a little bit of the pacing, you know, because you're used to this fast-paced action hack and slash with the other characters, and Mercedes is just running gun. It's like going from Castlevania to Contra. <laughs> but um, either way, Mercedes is still pretty good, pretty fun once you get used to her. I'll say my favorite would be either Oswald or Gwendolyn. Hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Oswald. Awesome. So I, I, I will admit I almost pressed the buy it now button on a Kletcher's edition of Odin Sphere uh, because of how much you guys like it. But I'm like, ah, I've spent way, way too much money. Like we pre-ordered a PS5 and an extra controller and a couple games and an Xbox Series X. And I have a second PS5 that I'm selling to take the red pill because I'm like, I'm getting one of these things release week. And whoever wants to buy that second one when it comes in, I will sell it to you at cost. Just pay the shipping. It's yours. But I'm like, I'm getting this. I'm taking time off because it's my birthday weekend and I'm going to relax. So If it comes in on time. <laughs> if I ordered, I ordered one from Sony and Amazon. If I don't get either one of those, I'm going to just be like, well, uh, I give up. And I'll just wait, yeah. <laughs> um, because I'll still be playing I'm, Cold Steel Four anyway. So, yeah, I'm with you, Callie. I've made it a point to not include any other games in my budget for this month because of the PS5 coming out next month. <laughs> you guys don't want. I don't even like other my than savings I, I did get. I got the I got the collector's edition of Cold Steel Four, but that's the only money I'm spending on games this month. Yeah. I'm more interested in the games because they'll probably go up in price while the playstation 5 will probably go down <laughs> i don't expect the ps5 to get cheaper for at least two years yeah it's gonna be a while but i've got plenty of backlog so you should buy a yep. switch you need a switch i do and it, it's first i need a computer that can actually run obs so <laughs> Yeah. yeah, streaming is, uh, yeah. is a second yeah. second priority to a Switch. But I will say <laughs> that streaming on Twitch takes a lot less GPU than YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, 720-60 is a lot less than 1080p-60, which takes, like, right now, guys, our stream is 12,600 bitrate to get this 1080p-60 optimal max quality stream that we have. It's a lot of upload. That's 60 FPS webcams, though. Yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> they're great. Actually, you guys aren't going to believe this. When Eric and I were setting up for, to get the show going, I actually dug my webcam out of a box I had stored and actually got on webcam with Eric. So I'm a real person. But it's, uh, <laughs> I actually pulled it out of a box and found it. Just, wow! Yeah, we haven't even got that privilege. No, well, it's Eric. He's he's <laughs> great. You no. never met her? No. No. Well, she's just the AI that's been so, controlling our lives. For how about the past this? After <laughs> after after we close the stream down, I'll uh I'll look like shit right now. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll think about it. Just anyway, go go ahead, 
talk other words. <laughs> so I think that actually concludes our um, what we've been playing. Uh, we've been going for quite a while. Um, I hate to take up any more of Eric's time, but um, I, I guess I'll leave it up to you, Callie. Do we want to just skip the Q&A tonight or do we want to maybe squeeze in a, a couple questions? I think it's up to Eric. He's the guest. You mean Q&A for me or for whoever? We always have a QA at the end of the show. I mean, Eric just did one. But... Yeah. 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 That's pretty much what he's been doing the whole time. <laughs> that would be okay. I don't mind a QA from you. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Let's, uh, let's keep right, cool. going. Yeah. So go ahead and post your questions in the chat. For... Ask your goddamn questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the name of his. I just uh, loved it. <laughs> I got to say, okay, I'm going to have to... I got to... two hours, ask away. <laughs> I'm going to have to fess up, Lane. I have had to fess up. I asked the question. I asked Eric, who is better, Laura or Estelle? And he said Team Lane. He said Team Lane. Ha! <laughs> Suck it, Callie. <laughs> so we I have a thing. Lane? Okay, so you said Estelle, so there's a huge rivalry going on between us to where I think Trails of Cold Steel is the superior series, and he thinks that Trails in the Sky is superior. That was what I was asking without actually asking, because I know yeah. Laura is your favorite female character in okay. Cold Steel. So, Well, that's an entirely yeah. different question. I mean, what Go I ahead. Mean, in terms of story and characters, I do prefer Trails in the Sky. But the gameplay mechanics are better in Trails of Cold Steel, I believe. It just I agree plays with better. That. I agree yeah, with it, that. it plays better. And that's that's it. I mean, it's a video game. Yep. It's better, but the story in Sky is better because in in Trails of Cold Steel, characters are more stereotyped. I mean, there there's this in Sky. There was this balance because you got a, a H, like a different character from a different mentality, generation, whatever age. And you, in Cold Steel, you're stuck with a bunch of kids. So it's like a high school simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I still like it. but I, I love that about it, though. I think Sky has the better story. That's just it. It real a different You've heard perspective. it here. Eric is team lane. <laughs> a, a different perspective really does help, like, a game's narrative, in my opinion, because Neo Cooney... Like, you've got, like, what is it, toddlers pretty much that you play as for the majority of the game. Yeah. And then, like, you, you get Swain, and he's adult, and who's a bit more pessimistic and everything, and offers a different <laughs> perspective. And it, yeah. it could have used more of that, in my opinion, but it just, uh, it's, it's still a very charming game. So. I mean, I checked, and Oliver is 13. I thought he was five. Or something like that. Yeah, I thought it was so, in like kindergarten. <laughs> so one thing that's, uh, I mean, this is the reason why Tales of Zillia is so good because you have like Milia Maxwell, who is completely not a normal person if you've played the game. And that's a hugely different perspective. Dressed up like a hooker. You know, I, I have <laughs> no the, reason. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, that's true. She is the Lord of the Spirits, man, and she's dressed like a freaking. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you were well, the, think about it. it. <laughs> if you were the Lord of the Spirits, you could dress however you damn well please. I will go naked. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay, I just put a picture in your head. Forget about it. <laughs> just uh, yeah, I, uh, I really, I love Tales of Zillia. 
And I really wish I, I played as Jude, and I really wish I would have played as Millie instead because Jude is kind of lame. He's yeah, like, he's, he's yeah, he's uh, he's just there. Yeah. Just, have you played just, his yeah. route? I mean, from his yeah, I yeah, I played his his as him in Zillia. I need to play as Millia. But That's I don't okay. Really play the game. Yeah, Hope would be disappointed. You you picked the non fan service. <laughs> Shame on me. Shame. Uh, well, I did Shame. both routes. You did both. Okay. Oh well, it's not like it makes any difference. I mean, there's just a minor differences, but both there's routes that, are yeah. like the same. Yeah. Like ninety ninety percent. I think ninety ninety five percent of the the routes are the same, right? Yeah. Oh, but they in are. Ju okay. In Jude's route, that. there's some there's a scene with Alvin. Uh huh. That. I don't know if you have guys have beaten that the game, but that's yeah. Oh, I know. What you're yeah, talking yeah. About. yeah, yeah. Man, that I, that wow. kind of it, that one kind of bothered me a little bit. <laughs> really? No, I love the scene. I was like, <laughs> what? 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 Why are they doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's that's I'm biting my nails, man. That's so, true because Mila is nowhere there. Yeah. yeah. So Juan actually had a question. If you could make a Metroidvania, I think this is directed at me because I'm the Metroidvania addict. Uh, out of a JRPG, which franchise would you pick to make that Ooh. game? Ease. I would love to have an Ease Metroidvania. Like, uh, it'd be so good. <laughs> it, it didn't end well the last time, right? <laughs> well, yeah, when they changed the battle mechanics, like in Ease Strategy. People wanted Ease Strategy and see what happened. Very well. Oh, which, which one's side scrolling? No, the, I, I think Ease 3, right? Um, this is like a Metroidvania game. Yeah, yeah. These Dragon Mark. Yeah. I don't know. Actually. I'm, I'm honestly not a very big Metroidvania fan. Like any game I can think of, I would prefer it stay as a JRPG. I guess. Can you, can, can you guys could... read the chat right now? I mean, only Breath of the Wild will come up with such a question. <laughs> he, he does this every week. It's an every week thing. It's so good. Okay, all right. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with my game. I'll answer that first. Hope I'll answer just for you. <laughs> so oh my god! The, the protagonist of Thirteen Sentinels is Juro Karabe. Slash, I can't. I can't I'll spoil it for you guys. I can't. I would be like number one. How old are you? <laughs> number two. How'd you get in my house? Number three. How have I not shot you yet? Because we're we're a very armed household. Uh, I I'd I'd really I'd have a lot of questions. I'd have a lot of questions. I feel his question was directed at me because the latest game I streamed was this. <laughs> <laughs> oh sense, yeah. yeah, that's uh, oh makes boy. sense. Makes sense. I have no answer, so you just go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, so no comment. <laughs> mine, I think, would be really interesting because I just, like I said, I played Borderlands Three, and there are some really <laughs> nasty characters in that game. <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> Uh, you know that uh, methamphetamine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Rad, what about you? Which um, We don't want Nick guess... to answer because he just played Nino Cooney. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, just I, I mean, the last, the last game I played was this. So I guess I could wake up with a weird voice on my Where head. Where are your parents? I don't well like seriously that's how's that a question oh it's hope that's why um what a mess like i don't even know what question to ask because like i asked i always ask eric the weird stuff and i think you got taken aback by the estelle question I, I i listened to quite a bit of the 
stream until somebody came to my office and wanted stuff. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm not. I don't get to listen to Eric. I'll go help you with your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? That's uh. I mean, we have one. Yeah, Phoenix Edge is here. Hey, oh, welcome. Hey. <laughs> they must have heard Eric was here and they had to stop by. Yeah, I let him know. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I have a question for Eric here. Okay. So so you have four games in front of you. Uh-huh. You have a a basket of fire in front of you as well. And you you have to burn one of these games. And your life depends on it. Okay. The games are Suicoden 5, Grow Lancer 5, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, and Odin Sphere. Which game did you burn to hell? Okay. Actually, it's not that hard. It's not I that hard. Burn, I would burn Odin Sphere because out of the ones you mentioned, it is the cheapest and easiest to find. Right. <laughs> 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 Brad failed the minor detail of saying that you I, cannot I buy the game yeah. again. I got bamboozled. <laughs> so actually, I think there was a question that was asked a few weeks ago. It would be a good question for Eric. If you could go back and play any RPG ever that you ever played for the first time again with no memory of the game, which one would it be? Chrono Cross. Okay, take Chrono Cross off the list. We know it's going to be Chrono Cross, just aside from that one. Yeah, everybody uh, picks their favorite game on that question. <laughs> time and eternity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love uh, it. I love it. Uh, well, it's probably any like any of the main Suikoden games because the experience I went through with these games were so unique. I mean, there's no other game like them with three different battle mechanics, you know, or mm -hmm. Girl Lancer, you know, Heritage of War. I will pick, well, uh, just for the sake of fun, I'm going to pick Grow Lancer 5. Mm -hmm. Nice. I would love to go back and replay it again for the first time. There's so much replayability in those games, yeah. like with the routes and everything. <laughs> Indeed. I like Phoenix and... Edge's answer. If you could forget playing Lost Sphere but not play it again, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Rad and Eric did not want to hear that. <laughs> Okay, so uh, actually, there's a real question. Which features do you want in a Switch Pro? Um, this is very simple. I want to take the screen out of it. I want it to be just a home console with no screen. That way they can actually beef up the power and make it better. And, and, and remove the Switch feature of the I Switch? I mean, they did that with the Switch Lite. They made it where you can't dock it. So why not make the Pro where you can't take it out of That's actually TV? a good point because, yeah. I mean... It's yeah, I don't really have any point. desire to have like this ultra beefy handheld, I guess, but to have like a Nintendo console that's actually pretty powerful for your TV, I think, yeah, I can, I can get into that. Because I, I mean, I already have a regular Switch if I want to play something portable, right? I, I mean, it wouldn't be the first. It probably time. would make it cheaper too. Yeah. Because what? I think with the biggest, the most expensive part generally on something like that is the screen and if they had to make like a 4k screen that small like that'd be super make it super expensive it won't be the first time nintendo kind of did did away with the gimmick to make it like a cheaper version kind of but a pro it'd probably be more so yeah i, I like I the think answer I just to want... time and eternity that's funny 
That's good. Yeah. Can we just please have party chat on the console, Nintendo? Is that so much to ask? It is. It's really, it's a lot to ask. <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Switch Pro? Do you care? I'm all right with a normal Switch. So yeah. maybe, you know, just better quality. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Real better. 1080p, 60 fraps. <laughs> Be able to take it with the same resolution that you left mm -hmm. with. Yeah, just better resolution. That's all. That's all. I, I only have one um, concern about it, and hopefully it doesn't happen, that they start creating games specifically specifically for, for the Switch Pro, like they did with the, the new Nintendo 3DS. Um, yeah. So hopefully that's not the case, if they do that at some point. I mean, that's fine. I agree. I mean, it's they could, or at least games that... Uh, here's a, a mode for Switch Pro, if you have one. <laughs> Well, that's like fine, but Pro. I think he's saying, like, still make it backwards compatible mm -hmm. with your old Switch. Like the PS4 Pro. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Here's another Breath of the Wild question. A crime has been oh, committed God. by... <laughs> I can't even read this shit. By... <laughs> <laughs> by Inashi, with U5 as witnesses, with him being a vital memory of Eternia Archives... It would compromise the podcast if he went to prison. Uh, would you testify for or... Before, before we answer this, I have a question for Hope. How the hell do you come up with this shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I plead the fifth. No poly, no waiver, no statement. Okay, well, it, then, that's, yeah. uh, that's great. Okay, moving on from the... God, what... what... <laughs> I think I would testify against him since he was a no-show. We know, we <laughs> could still bring Inashi in right now if he wants to. Pretty late. He's pretty late. Um, so, hmm. do you guys think that we're going to get a new Dragon Quest uh, in the next five years? Yes. Yeah, after all yeah. the resounding success of Dragon Quest Eleven, I mean, I think it depends. Yeah. It depends on Final Fantasy Sixteen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they don't want it. Uh, they're not gonna make. They're not gonna have both games compete against each other. That's yeah. true. So one game needs to come out first, and the only trailer we've seen is yeah. Final Fantasy Sixteen. Mm -hmm. So. That needs to happen first before yeah. we get a, yeah. a new Dragon Quest. Probably and the same case with the uh, Seven Remake Part Two as well. I would think they don't want all of those games coming out at the same, or, or the release dates to kind of conflict. I guess so. What Eric says makes sense. It's crazy to me that they can be running like such big projects like independently and yeah. not affect each other. Well, I know that I'm pretty sure Square Enix has like three mm -hmm. major studios. One's doing remake seven remake part two, project Athia. Project Athia is do, being done by Luminous, and then this third uh, business division is doing Final Fantasy sixteen. Who's also the team that works on Final Fantasy fourteen? So I have a, a non RPG related question, but it happened this week, and it was all over Twitter. Um, I'm going to talk about it in Auburn time tomorrow. What do you guys think about the new character in Smash Brothers? Don't really care. I don't play it anymore. I was so upset. Like <laughs> I was just like, how how dare they put Minecraft garbage 
instead of all the amazing other characters. That's that's not fair. It's not fair. I understand why. But because yeah. Minecraft is a big if you combine success. the sales of all yeah. the of all the Final Fantasy games, it, it doesn't come close to to what Minecraft has Which sold. Which is stupid. That's dumb. I don't like that. Um, but yeah, I mean. My nephew plays Minecraft and he can't read, so. <laughs> well, neither can most of our. There's something to be said about banging I mean... blocks against blocks until one of them breaks. <laughs> wow, I mean, neither can most of the electorate. That's why we're in the mess we're in. But you know. Yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, yeah, I said it. I bought like the first pass on Smash, but I don't really play it enough that I would even pay for more characters. Yeah, how many so years has Smash been out? Like three, two or three. It came out end of 2018, I think. Or was it 17? It was I'm like still right surprised. It, I'm surprised they're still updating it, honestly. That's that's fighting them. Because it's Smash. Smash is, it's lasts forever. I mean, yeah. people still play Melee and stuff. Oh, it's because Melee is great. Yeah, I love Melee. Last one I played. but. Okay, we have another one from our favorite... Uh... I can, I can, guys, I'm not reading it. Someone else read it. How would you react if applicable upon coming back home and seeing your home had been robbed? All that remained was a Genesis PS3 and SNES with Tracia, Time and Eternity, and Draken. I don't own any of those games. I would, I don't know, I'd be pissed. I don't know how else yeah. to say it. <laughs> Again, I would say, how did you get in my house without getting shot? Oh, how would I come home? I have cameras. Like, call the police. It's fine. Hey, Kylie's got a collection to protect. <laughs> Nothing like a Nashi. Good God. Actual question. Okay. If you're Ooh. RPG character, what class, power, or weapon would you have? Hmm. I always pick Rogue. I oh, think I... Nice. I love uh, Dragoons from Final Fantasy, so I think I would oh, pick that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, yeah. I'd be a, a caster, a caster of yeah. some sort. I always yeah. choose, well, I always used to pick Rogue. Lately, I'm more of like, if I have freedom to choose, I'm usually a paladin type character. I'll go for a mage too. Yep, Cast mage all the mage. way. Yeah, me too. I, mean, I was going to say strategies, but it's not a job. They I, will, don't hide. <laughs> I will be something different, like a blue mage or something. Just oh, for the sake a, of. That's a great question. If you showed your 12 year old self a Switch or a PS4, which would you be more interested in? Um, 12 year old me would be like, I'd like to see your time machine, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think 12-year-old me was like Nintendo games are for kids, and I'm too good to play Nintendo games. Wow, I'd be all over that Switch, because I remember loving the heck out of Mario 64 when I was like 10, 12. Yeah, 12-year-old me was just like, oh, now I'm old enough, I can play like, you know, Call of Duty and stuff, and Call of Duty's not on the Nintendo Switch. Ah, <laughs> uh, forget that you're like, you're like 18 still. I always oh, want to PlayStation. I'm not eight. I am twenty. I will be twenty-six next month. <laughs> Allegedly. So, so when do you hit puberty? Oh, you guys. <laughs> I will pick PS4 as well, or, or twelve-year-old version of me. I think I pick a Switch. I always wanted PlayStation, so 
Eric, you. Switch for me too, because when I was 12 years old, I only had my Game Boy and my Super Nintendo. So mm -hmm. probably Switch. At 12, yeah. probably Switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How would you tell a person never heard of an RPG to get an RPG? Go watch Eric Landon's channel and all his videos <laughs> about how to get into new RPGs. If you're a new player, what should you play? Just If you just play his channel and then go to sleep with that, the next day you'll wake up and your IQ goes up. <laughs> well, thanks <laughs> and you'll find something on there for you guaranteed yeah. if you haven't watched eric landon's content and you're paying attention to this show you are doing a disservice to yourself because without him none of us would be friends today yep oh <laughs> absolutely true story yeah, that's cool, guys. Yeah. Only in Japan. That's right. Can you say it? Can you say it, Eric? Can you say it? Only in Japan. <laughs> there we go. Nice. <laughs> Iconic. Uh, <laughs> I loved his video of games that should have stayed in Japan. <laughs> I loved it. It was so yeah. good. <laughs> that was funny. Actually, this is a great question. Out of everybody that's on the call today, What's your favorite Eric video that you can remember? Yeah, there you go. It's I tough. Was... I'm sorry. It's tough. I just actually I discovered Eric. Uh, it was what the hell happened to Legend of Dragoon? Oh really? Video. <laughs> yeah. I just I saw that and I was like, ooh, I like Legend of Dragoon. Let's see what this video is about. <laughs> and awesome. so yeah, then I yeah I looked at his other videos and I'm like, oh man, this guy knows his shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I think I just came in on a stream one time and I was like, who's this guy? And then I just started watching. <laughs> who's this loser? <laughs> playing playing fan service games. <laughs> I, I, I think, think what really amazed me is how many games you've you have played, Eric. Like like if you name a JRPG, you've probably played it. I mean you, Well, I probably know it. You, you, have, you, have, you have quite a resume. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's got quite the knowledge about like all the producers and everything composers and everything for a game i remember listening to him and i was like who's this Dude, he did what <laughs> and i was like i this guy knows more than most people i've seen on here so yeah i gotta say that's why i started watching I, i've been watching eric's videos for probably over two years now and uh, I don't know if I've missed a single one of the actual video non-stream ones. And my favorite is not just one, it's a series. It's going to sound Ooh. dumb, but it's Hidden Gem or Hidden Trash. I love that series. Yeah. Oh, I love just, those. It's, it's so good. I love it so much. Uh, that's my favorite series. It's just not just one video. Mm. But actually, I remember I, I joined the, the, the Discord on Patreon when... Like when when Eric had had problems with YouTube and he was like, "Hey, this sucks," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you money because if you stop making videos, I'm gonna be very sad." Like mm -hmm. I I watch like Eric and like one or two other channels. That's all I watch on YouTube besides you guys' yeah. streams because you guys are my friends. But like uh, that that really just told me I'm like YouTube need to get off their butts and take care of this guy because he's a great person. <laughs> And then we all pitched in a couple months later, and we're like, we need to get this guy a Switch. He needs a Switch. <laughs> and we did. We got him one. And Anashi shipped it there, and that was a really good video, too. And it really shows that, you know, the fan base, like Eric Landon Discord is some of the best people 
that you guys are going to meet. And for only $3 a month, you can join that community. Thank so, you, Kelly. So the, the, the reaction of Eric when he saw the switch was really good. But I think the best reaction was when he realized that Fire Emblem Three Houses was in there as well. Uh. <laughs> that was actually oh, yeah. pretty cool. That pretty yeah. cool. And my my, I will say my favorite um, series of Eric is um, um, 10 things you didn't know about anything. Like um Suikoden or or whatever game he comes up <laughs> with yeah. yeah those are really fun i'm like how does he find this crap like google i could research you, yeah yeah i could google <laughs> for some of that stuff i don't know if i'd ever find it like the newest one was Suikoden, and that was a really good video Okay, yeah. so Phoenix Edge asked, Eric, what's your favorite? I believe I asked you this on your, someone asked this on your Q&A this week, yeah. and you didn't yeah. have an answer. What's your favorite video of your own? Mm, yeah, no, I, I've gotten to a point where I just, I just can't pick. I mean, they're all my videos, my creations, uh, which is different. You know, when it comes to my books, I do have a favorite book of my own, but when my, I've done so many videos, up until this point that I, it's just impossible to choose i don't know i mean because there are there are videos that i've done that were so hard to do i love them i love the end result like I, I i can still go back to those videos and say wow i'm proud of myself but it was a pain in the ass to do those videos so when i think about my favorite videos it, it will probably have to be something like in the middle like it wasn't that hard to do and it was successful. And most importantly, I loved it because I'm not exactly a perfectionist, but I am a little bit. So I go back to my older videos and I'm always like, I want to change everything. Like this, the script or something I said, or the order of the games or the intro or the outro or the gameplay footage. I always want to change something. So yeah, I've gotten to a point where I just, I can't answer that question. Can we, can we, I just speak for everyone and say thank you for bringing back the legendary Zoltan theme. It was gone oh. for so long. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, go! Yeah, when I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's time. Here we go. That new outro, though. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. That video. Was Bride. Uh, or not princess. The, the battle princesses or something. Mm -hmm. Theme. What? Yeah, what, what? Oh, the Battle Princess of Arcadia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, Dude, that, that song. song is bitching, man. <laughs> half of it. Half of the song is great. The other half is trash. Exactly. Like, yeah. If you listen to the whole song, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, once that came out, it's just, like, instant, like. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Douglas asked if we could bring any studio back or any broken up team, a new entry in their series. Mm. What team series did you pick? Uh, Lunar. The Lunar series. I think that would be good. Yeah, actually, no, that's a horrible answer. Uh, the Grandia series. I want a new Grandia. Mm. Is Career Soft still together? Kind no, of? Car Career Soft, uh, most of the, its employees work for Atlas now. Yeah. Okay. Career Soft is Atlas. Yeah. Mm. I would like to see them kind of come back. So they're Ind independently, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because it seems like they were the masterminds behind Devil Survivor. There's a lot of similarities between. Yeah, my answer, my answer came true. 
I mean, I was going to pick Suikoden, but it came through. The team came back. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be a good game. Did you think at some point that was impossible to happen? Yes. I had, I had completely given up. Like, Konami is so fucking evil that I, I seriously <laughs> thought they were going to get in, in these people's way and, you know, do something bad. I don't know. I saw no hope, but I'm so glad uh, Murayama had the balls to gather his team, most of his previous team, and to say, you know, guys, fuck Konami, let's do our own game. That was, oh man, this guy has my respect. He, obviously, he followed the steps of uh, Igarashi, but that was a good example. I mean, Igarashi set a good example. One, one cigar, uh, one asked if, if uh, Trice is still around. <laughs> no, well, Triace became a subsidiary after quitting Square Enix became a subsidiary to this uh, company called Nepro Japan. I don't know what that is. Really? No one knows what's up with Trice nowadays. Yeah, they've been like hiatus ever since yeah. they dropped the bombshell of Star Ocean. Star Ocean 5, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, no, yeah. because they, they made <laughs> exist archive after yeah. Star Ocean 5. Which was like a budget title. Yes, after exist archive, they vanished. Yeah. What about Wild like... Arms? That's a series that needs a re... Let's get Wild oh. Arms back. Wild Arms. <laughs> That's never happening. What... They already should... did. Wild Arms came back recently with a mobile game. Mobile game. Only in Japan. Thank God. It's don't, only... don't you guys have yeah, phones, yeah, though? No Come can. on. Don't you guys have phones? God. God, Genshin Impact is so terrible. <laughs> Shadow Hearts, Phoenix Edge mentioned. Shadow Hearts, yeah. Well, all right, guys, we've been going for quite a while. I think yeah. we should probably wind up the show. Yeah. So you can find Eric at his... Actually, Eric, you close out first. Tell all your socials. Well, you can find me in, in uh, Time and Eternity Reloaded. Let's go. <laughs> My Twitter is Tracia Socks Ass. <laughs> You know who I am. Come on. You don't need to close. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We normally do that for the rest of If you guys know who Eric is, <laughs> God, you need to help. Um, okay. So I, I posted his stuff earlier. So <laughs> good deal. That's good. It's also in the Discord, in the, not the Discord, the, uh, the description of the video. You can find Eric's YouTube channel and his Patreon. So yep. you can make sure he keeps making awesome stuff for us. Uh, I'm Cali Chronicles. You can find me on Twitch, t Twitter. I can't talk. Jeez, it's getting late. Twitter mm -hmm. at Cali underscore Zap. Uh, go to my website, CaliChronicles.net, that has all of my stuff on it. Uh, Rad? I'm Rad Console Gaming on YouTube and Instagram, and you can find me on Twitter as Console Rad. I'm Nick at uh, Nick Dash Heat Haze Gaming for YouTube and on Twitter, I am Heat Haze underscore gaming. Um, I'm on YouTube as uh, the Laninator and on Twitter as T Laninator. Awesome. Well, that's all for us, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks again for Eric for joining us. We really appreciate it. You're always yeah. welcome. Anytime you, so you want to come back, you're you're always welcome mm -hmm. to be here. 
All right. Uh, Love to have you coming. coming me on. Yeah. So <laughs> you guys you. have a 